Welcome to the Dungeon House, where a bunch of regular people with regular jobs gather to play Dungeons and Dragons. We aren't professionals, so if you hear food ASMR or a baby in the back, just understand it's normal. This show is recommended for those 13 and up. The music you'll hear is brought to you by William Heaton and various other artists. We're glad that you're here to share in the fun and laughter, as well as the challenges along the way. So come on into our home, take a seat on the couch, and enjoy the Dungeon House. Uh, I said, yeah. Nice. I said, that's lame. All right. The Fortnite part. You should play Rocket League. Where are we going to put Joy? Where are we going to do this? I mean, we've put three people around here. I'm sad, Kyle. Why are you sad? I lost $100 yesterday. Why? Doing what? I entered into a Rocket League tournament. Oh my gosh. I'm done talking to you. Never again. Lost. Took six, though. Okay. Yeah. Bad. I lost to a legit professional, so I can hold myself high with dignity. That's good. Lost to a guy named Lethemir. It's kind of a cool name, Lethemir. Lethemir? Yeah. Whoa, Joy! Whoa! It's so good to see you in person. Yeah, it's so good to be here in person. Brought brownies. I hope no one's allergic to walnuts. I'm allergic to no. We can pull out another folding chair or you can scoot in on the couch. We usually fit three on the couch. Cool. Three or four on the couch. We can move those blankets. I can make it to our you might find some hidden things. Not saying anything, but I'm just stating back. Hidden things? I know how it goes. Sneaky. Sneaky haze hiding things. Oh, the things? No, just last time I found a couple of forks. <laughs> a couple of forks? Not just one? <laughs> oh, that's bad. That's kind of impressive. live. Oh, welcome everyone. We are honored by it. We can, we can start to reach this stuff. Baby, so. Yeah, I don't know where that went, Chase. It's so should, should we fight uh, an Isa, Ice Devil tonight? Do they have those here? It's Channel 3 and 14. But I feel like we got it. Right? Nothing to What's the highest level we've fought thus far? Or Channel Draining we've fought? But how are you? Hey, the, the move has been a lot. Yeah. Part of the reason I was late is I had to dig out my D&D stats. Okay. <laughs> a lot of your dice? Is it, ju- yeah. is it good it's or is it um, it's, mixed feelings? Like It's a bit of mixed feelings. I mean, you know, it's always hard moving home, right? Mm-hmm. You kind of feel like, I don't know. Life is not like home. So, again, <laughs> but it's okay. It'll be good. I feel like 
feel like I can do a lot of good for my my mom. That's yeah. good. She needs a good friend right now. <laughs> good. So, That's good. Yeah. Um, glad you're here. Yes. Fun. <laughs> um, so yeah, we're just Tori's upset for being a baby. So I don't know if you want to get started, Chase, or you can try and wait. I'm not sure how long it should be. Um, I can go take a gander and see if I can get a estimate. Oh, you don't have to bother her. It's not too big of a deal. Um, I think we'll get to get started if everyone else is. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds good. Okay. I should probably get all the So, last time we left off, it was a little bit of a hard spot to leave. Um, does anyone care to take a dive at uh, describing the scene for us? Um, and describing what happened last time. Oh, if, I kind of... She did it the one prior to that, though. No, I remember the ending. Yeah. That's all. If not, I can describe it for not. us. Yeah, it's been it's been a while. Okay, does it? What was the last time we hated it? I can do it. Sure. Um, so, last time we finished up by... Heading back from Pokolosh, right? No, not Pokolosh, from Vipronoi. Uh, from Vipronoi, uh, from the cave of the wild mage, the gnome. And we got back. Adelaide had uh, some retribution, maybe we could, we'll call it, uh, from her god. And then we decided to like, seek help from the seekers to transport us to Ren's family, and they said that they would help us on one condition, and that was as long as we can find someone to recruit. Um, and then we got to Ren's village, and it was not a it was not a fun sight. Um, his mom was pretty sick, and his sisters were also sick. Those are your new dice? Yeah. Whoa, they're like Easter color. Those are awesome. Um, and yeah, and so we left off with us, I think, right in front of Ren. Inside his house. Yeah, so as you guys are kind of glancing over this scene, Ren comforting his family, his sister just walks in. Um, with doing so, I'm not going to try to describe the scene of him seeing his just barely older sister, or just barely younger sister to him, seeing her in a coat, one that she hadn't been wearing last time. So I don't have the ability to describe. So it's the younger sister? He only has younger sisters. Okay, but it's the... So the youngest youngest is in the chair. She was already sick. Yeah, and then... The one older than the youngest. It has a coat on now. Okay. Yes. I was just clarifying. I can't describe what I feel like at this moment would be like without Ren here. So I'm not even going to try. After a few moments, he will turn to you and say something on along the lines of, I know that there's a, a festival tonight for my village i'm going to spend the day with my family um 
And with that, I think he'd say something along the lines of, I'm going to close the door so that way I don't let more heat out. So with that, um, you guys are kind of, as the door shuts in front of you, this little button from no bigger than probably a 20 foot by 20 foot. You hear the lapping of the waves not too far away. The smell of kind of that briny salt mixed with kind of that pungent um, seaweed almost smell wafts from the, the breeze coming from the ocean. The sun's being down. It's a little bit past midday. You can see other people in the village out along the, the um, beach, walking out into the water. You can see very far distance, maybe out there, it looks to be maybe an island or two in the bay. It's hard to tell. You can feel the sun on your skin. This is probably the warmest you've been in the last little while. It is toasty here. Not too long after this, Grigiri is going to walk up kind of behind you and say, so is Bon Mo in there? Or is he talking to him? What's going on? Uh, I don't remember his name. What's his name? Kirsch man. I just said it. Grigri. Yes, you did. But I was thinking of the actual equipment, Grigri. Anyway, uh, yeah, uh, Greek, Greek. Um, he's he's gonna spend the day with his family, but uh, we appreciate. Yeah, we see. Okay, yeah, he's gonna spend the rest of the day with his family. Um, but yeah, we're here to help you fulfill your job. Let's go find John Doe or Juan Yo or yes, that person. <laughs> Oh, no worries. Did he tell you where he was? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, sounds good. I'll fish him somewhere, I'm pretty sure. We might have to go search around. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. You know, part of the locals, they're, you know, he didn't realize we're coming to pick him up. I'm assuming he's probably been waiting for us for a little while, so that's cool. Um, Yeah, I'll follow your lead. Where are we going? Yeah, Um. before we get going it's been a long journey do you want to get something to eat like, it's been like an hour since we left the lighthouse it's not even about <laughs> did, did you get lunch uh you i picked one i didn't think we we're gonna be gone that long why don't you stay here and we'll go get him okay yeah no worries I think that worked best yeah sure yeah um i'll just you know peruse the local market yeah why don't you try and talk to some people here maybe you can also find uh a no, sure sure like you guys know where john blow is it's all good. Um, I'll do a little bit of my own scouting. That's cool. I get it. I get it. Okay. Don't remember. I, I got the, the list down. I'm excited to meet this guy. He seems like he's a pretty good guy. Okay. See y'all. Bye. Bye. Okay. I'll puddle everyone up. I'm like, okay, guys. Um, I don't like lying. So um, what do we do? <laughs> Well, we got to find somebody. 
How old do they have to be? Can they be a kid or can they like a really good unwise adult? So, so instead of lying, you'd rather manipulate somebody? Yeah, that's better. <laughs> well, size doesn't matter. Mice? We know that. I didn't cheat on you. You cheated on yourself. Uh, why, why don't we split up? We might be able to cover more ground that way. I think Ren mentioned there were maybe some other smaller villages nearby. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, he mentioned that to you. Um, you also kind of like as you're standing around, like, uh, what do we do? Grigory's kind of walked off. He's going to go check the horses out, make sure they're revving. Um, you also notice that the guy Taman, um, he he didn't like really come up like most of the other villagers and say hi to to Ren. Uh, he was out there, you know, scattering the, those ashes in the in the water. I don't think you caught his name. Ren never said it, but um, he seems someone that, from the looks of his ornaments on him, he you can see a lot of his garments have pieces of shell inlaid into them. It's very similar to what Ren wears. Of it. it's kind of like a almost a sleeveless shirt um, with a wrap around his midsection uh, and like kind of a short, almost skirt-like. Um, drawers but inside those threads you see pieces of shell in a large um center medallion shell kind of inlaid into his like into a necklace as well as on that like sash around his, his midsection um he had also kind of pointed out the village um elder to you not too long ago um that had come up and kind of gained, pointed the way he um Probably isn't too far away because he pointed the way to Ren's house and said, come and see. So, um, I think it would be wise if we're going to split the party. I would like to observe and talk to the locals to see what they value most. Because I think advertising a way of gaining great honor, treasure, um, ladies whatever people value here, would be a very good resource to lure some people in. Well, uh, Adelaide already split us into groups, so why don't we just go in those groups? All right, Pablo, let's go! Have fun, Apar! Pinky should probably go with you, Opal. She was in the front when we made teams. Oh, yes, yes, yes. And, and, And you. Am I... What about Gregory? Oh, Gregory wasn't in the discussion public. Yeah, Gregory's taking care of the horses. It's okay. Okay, I'll come with. Oh, right. <laughs> the video Team... you showed us on your birthday, Boss, it's you and me. Team Pop, let's go. Pinky Opal Pablo, let's go. Okay. You're not wrong. <laughs> Team Pop. <laughs> Team Pop. Okay. So we got Team Pop, uh, Adelaide. You were with Alaya, if I remember correctly. We're team A plus because we both have A's in our name. Ah. And Moss and Baron, you're Moss and Baron. Moss and Baron, <laughs> nice. That's a great team name. Um, okay, let's start with Team Pop, if that's all right. Um, and we'll just kind of work work our way around to then Team A plus and then Moss and Baron. Okay. 
Great. So Team Pop, what would you like to accomplish uh, next? Do you have any ideas you can talk amongst each other? <clears throat> Sorry, let me get into Pinky's voice here. <laughs> um, I think I can lure some people in with a song. Oh, yes! <laughs> All right. Um, is it going to be like a, a theater song <laughs> or like a happy celebration? What kind of song are you thinking? Uh, like like an advertisement to be in the oh, in the vigils. Okay. Um, I think that's a great idea. Um, I want to add to that, so that way you have more material to go off to write your song. You think we should ask some people like, what what's a treasure or something that people strive for here? Do you value being able to fish the biggest fish? Um, or do you? I don't know. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. All right. Maybe we can ask the kids. You're let's work good at that. <laughs> okay. Um, I would like to look at, for children to see if that's <laughs> get them all they're young. Yeah. Children are playing, and I want to approach them. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Um, there's children. That's a little village. Pinky would like to get off her juggling ball. Ooh, fun. Okay. <clears throat> um, you'd find a group of children not too far off. Um, they are setting kind of in uh, a little bit more of a sandy spot close to the beach. And you see them, um, most of them have like just trunks on uh and like look like almost swimming attire things that you maybe wear for fishing they're very like loose fitting um pants and like shirts or something like that if they have one and you see them running down the bank a little bit and they'll just do a front flip right into the water or they'll like try back flipping right in the kind of like the little shallow shallow part and you can see that um, it's like probably one or two boys doing it. Uh, and like everyone else is like kind of there and they're kind of watching, but they're kind of just talking. But it's like these two boys just keep going at it, trying to see who can jump the highest and like do a full backflip before they hit the water. Um, how do we approach children? Because I don't want to come across as a creeper. Pinky's going to raise her hand very high and wave. <laughs> She's going to fly try to, <laughs> A fool try to mimic. Yeah! <laughs> I look at you. Make um, probably like a persuasion check to see how friendly you look to these children that have no idea who you are. You can do um, oh. one as well. Or uh, if... You are proficient with persuasion. You could also give Pinky advantage. I am. Advantage. Good. Because I rolled a four. Nice. It'd still be a ten, but you know. <laughs> I rolled worse. It's a two. Okay. A ten? <laughs> ten. Ten They look at you. Hi. Oh, we're just playing in the water. You know? Just living it up. Have you guys ever seen anyone juggle before? Juggle? 
Start juggling. <laughs> ah, witchcraft. <laughs> they go. Whoa! I mean, we have to pause. Just pause. We're pausing the scene right here. We experience. We just witnessed puberty happen like that. It's like, oh, we're doing good. And then slight voice crack. And then, yeah, we're good. <laughs> yeah. I was one of the other boys that's been doing the backflips. Yeah, we're pretty good. That's pretty sick. Okay. Now you can press play. Yeah. Anyway, that's really cool. Are you doing like any crazy tricks or anything like that? Yeah. Um, awesome. Yeah. Okay. She'll they're, under the leg. She'll fly up and do it behind the back. They're pretty know. enthralled with this. This is kind of impressive. You know, it's not every day that someone can juggle balls as well as just juggle anything because I don't know. You don't really see any, you know, like juggling balls anywhere, I guess, or any balls that uh, to um, consider. Does anybody have a sheep? Um, someone just like digs in the dirt and grabs one. It's like a flat one. They throw it at you. I'm gonna catch it to hide it to my. <laughs> make a make a slide hand check. Am I doing so bad? Slide of hand. <laughs> okay, that is a 10 again. <laughs> I rolled a 3. Ten. Um, you go and you throw. You're able to catch it at first, and then as you throw it up, you're not quite balanced yet, and it flies off and lands in the, the sand not too far away. But you're able to kind of like make it look like you tried to do that, like you're deflecting it and stuff mm -hmm. like that. And like, oh, wow. <laughs> like they snap. <laughs> nice. Hey, Pablo. Huh. Can you juggle? No. Uh, how long can you hold a handstand? Um, <laughs> you hold sheep? I don't know. I don't think I've ever done that. Here, wh why don't you try and I'll time you? Let's see. He's going to make an athletics check. He goes down and holds it for like a second and then kind of comes back up. Done. Did it. Okay, well, oh, you want to try again? No. Okay, uh, what ideas do you have? Because Pinky's killing it, she's juggling. What are what ideas do you got? You climb a tree. And is it Oh, you have to. Oh, my, my, my flute? Yeah. Sure, I can try. Okay. You know, pull out his little. Make some vibes for. <laughs> Uh, he got uh, 13. Not bad. He, he seems to like kind of be jamming with it. It's not really like. Doesn't quite match the aesthetic of. Yeah, he, it's, it's like. Current. Yeah. It's not like crazy good, but it's like, oh, look, this guy knows how to play a flute. Nice. And Pinky cast, I don't know, she's, she's going all out because she doesn't know exactly why we're talking to these kids. Um, can I cast fairy fire on my juggling balls to make them? Sure. I mean, cast you could cast it on the twenty foot. You'll have to cast it on the twenty foot cube in front of you. So just warning, yeah. You might well fairy fire some other things, but right. Well, why don't I fly up? Yeah, so that it's like air. Yeah, okay. and then cast it. So like Perfect. just the juggling balls, and then I'll come back down and, and yeah. have glowing. 
<laughs> yeah, definitely. You go up there, you cast it. These balls are glowing now. Um, and it's really cool. Like, this, I, like, the kids are like, okay, this is, this is really neat. Wow. Before I put this in my mouth. They, you hear them t- kind of talking in that same primordial dialect as um, Ren was. Uh, do either of you know primordial? Nope. All right, this is not going to be yeah. helpful. You just hear the word Ngobchai uh, a couple of times uh, through it. This is going to utterly fail, but since now we have that information, Opal will now... But they don't seem to like be saying it like in a, like a bad context. They're like, ah! Oh, and then I kind of point to you like, ah, Ngobchai is a... And it's like, kind of like a... Kind of continuing on. Okay. Opal will then also raise her shoulder cape, put it over her face, and eyebrow raise, mm-hmm. little bump bump, and then be like, Friends! What is your greatest wish? Your biggest desire? Do they understand common? Yeah, they do. Okay. Do you desire to catch the greatest fish? Or do you like, or do you want to have the greatest strength? What is your greatest wish? Tell me, I pray thee. I think it's about time for a nap. <laughs> I'm thinking about that. You guys can reflect so hard on them, and for like what? <laughs> wow, very nice show, by the way. It's looked really good. Who else has a great design besides napping? Um, backflips. <laughs> You, you there. You there. Do you desire to have the greatest acrobatic skills of them all? Sure. In your village. My village? I kind of already do. <laughs> all the other all the old guys are kind of plump. We can't do backflips. They're too old. You were the best, so you need to grow your strength, your skills, to adventure. Pinky's. What is. Ad- what? Pinky's gonna, you know, keep juggling, and she's gonna kind of scooch over to the <laughs> opal and be like, um, I don't think we can recruit children. I'm not for that. <laughs> That's a good point, because they're not helpful. <laughs> Who among you desires to nap in a special place who is older than you? <laughs> what? Um, Faith is doing what she does best. Pablo says often. Get your mind out of the gutter. No, it's not out of the gutter. I just, <laughs> even if that wasn't in the gutter, it just did not make any sense. <laughs> if you had one wish for your family, what would you wish for? Then, take it away. <gasps> to be honest, not much. We got pretty good amount of stuff here. It's pretty awesome. I'm just, I don't know. Maybe go fishing with my dad later. Okay, Opal just, oh. Yeah. We'll probably do that anyways, but it'd be fun. 
Uh, you guys get the sense that these kids live a pretty happy life, even though it's kind of simple. They don't really kind of seem to be understanding. It's like, hey, guy, they're like, thanks for the show. Um, do you need anything? Like, do you need help? Are you hungry? <laughs> Is there anybody in your village who wants to adventure, to go places outside your village? Um, I think the only one from here is Ren, but he's already gone. He's stuck for day, though. Other villages? <laughs> There's some other villages around here, but we don't really see them. They're kind of far away. Like, almost like a 30-minute walk. <laughs> oh, it does in all the directions. Like, if you go uh, the way down the, the beach, you can find a village you keep going down, there's another village. You keep going down even farther than that, there's another village. You go up the beach, there's another village. <laughs> if you go into kind of woods, there's some more villages. Yeah. Um, do you have someone in your village who likes, um, like a alcohol owl or a smoker Joe? Do you have anybody who has a nickname who does something every day, like drink alcohol, like that? Like no, party. everyone drinks alcohol. It's okay. okay. Yeah, they make it themselves. It's crazy. This no, you get the sense that everyone in this village is kind of, you know, a, what we would consider them. They just like to hang out. They just eat barbecue and uh, go fishing. So okay. All right. he doesn't really understand this term bum. Not really a part of their dictionary. Good day, Junior. I'm just gonna. It's June, it. but thanks. That's invested. Volume your balls and take a bow. And... Yeah. You would get the information that there is, like, within, like, a hour or so journey, about five more villages. Hour to hour and a half. Um, the five villages that. Um, the, some of the kids would name to you uh, over the next little bit is Banal, Chibulanuf, Chachnag, Tabanao Romeo, and Fanado. And there's just, uh, most of those will live kind of along the sea, either from the north or to the south, except Banal, which is kind of more into the woods. With that information gained, we're going to go to Team A+. Plus. Nope, we'll say one thing and then we'll change sure. the thing. Opal will smack her face and just pull her face down. Just imagine, like, Avatar Last Airbender, Sokka, bam, bam, bam. Ugh. Um, This isn't working. All we've learned is that people like their families and it's a really peaceful place here and they all have peaceful lives. Which is great. I love it. I want it. <laughs> this is not working. <laughs> All right, Adelaide and Alaya. What are you guys doing? Um, um, where do you think we should go? Well, I am supposed to be your shadow today, and so I will ask you the same thing. You're so much better at making decisions, though. That's all right. Let's kind of go through the process. 
Um, where are some places that we could start? Um, maybe a local tavern? That is an excellent idea. Well, I guess let's go try and find a tavern then. All right. Uh, looking around, taverns? Um, taverns aren't kind of like... As you look around the village, you find two places that fit that description the best. There seems to be a general store, which is kind of just an opened hut on one side that has kind of an opening that you can just walk up to. They have kind of a little desk there and the, they sell some stuff out of it. You see that most people like kind of would like have just like their own alcohol like in their house or something like that. Like seems that a lot of people just kind of make something of their own uh, in a bottle. Um, it's not really like you don't see it like in like like a distillery anywhere. You see them actually uh, one person right next to the house. There's like a coconut tree and they've climbed up to, to it and there's something stabbed at the top collecting some sort of um, almost like syrup. Uh, it's distilling it into one of these bottles and he's like uh, tapped that one and he's putting a new one kind of where that one is at as well as kind of retapping the uh, the um, so, is it spigot? I don't know if that's the correct word. You know the what you put into a tree to the trees. Yeah, exactly. It's kind of like one of those things. Um, the two places, like I said, that little store, general store, as well as there's the main large um, hut in the middle of the town. Uh, it seems to be almost kind of like a community house, um, a place for people to kind of gather, have meetings, and things like that. Okay. Um, do you think we should go to, over to the guy tapping the tree, or the uh, marketplace? What do you think? Um, maybe the marketplace? I think we'll probably run into more people there. Good thinking. Let's do it. Go to the marketplace. Going to the marketplace. Let me see if... Could you just say something to me again, David? Hello. Alright, we'll try using this and it'll... Our speaker will probably die at some point, but just so that way you guys are a little louder. Okay. I wonder if it fell behind this, because it usually gets set. Like I'll try on that side all the time. Oh, you're good. Anyways, so you guys are going to the tapper? No, the... the market. Market. The marketplace. Uh, the old marketplace? Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's just, it's literally like one house you know most people are like like you see most people kind of have like goods around their house this is like a place that someone could go and like buy things um as you look in, it's like a one room little building and you can see what looks like most of the things that they have for sale just like on a shelf behind them uh it's mostly stuff like flour and oil and 
um, stuff like that, just really basic things. There's um, a lady sitting at the desk. Um, she kind of is a little bit heavier set as well. She has some really poofy, like almost Afro-like hair. It's just massive. Um, and she's sitting there, and you can see that she's um, sitting on a chair behind and kind of whittling a little statuette um, as you guys walk up. And she goes, hello, how are you all doing? I'm going to kind of like uh, nudge Aliyah further. And as I like gently, and I'm just going to cast guidance as I do so and be like, go ahead, like, take it away. Take it away. Um, yeah, uh, uh, hi, um, my name is Alaya, and this is my friend Adelaide. Um, how are you doing today? Oh, good, just, you know, just selling stuff. You guys looking for something? Um, we got some, some tempura, we got, um, you know. Yeah, we just got some stuff here. Okay. Um, I actually have a couple of questions. Um, I've been walking around and I have been smelling the food. I'm I I'm not. I you probably as you probably know I'm not from here. <laughs> yeah. Um, what do you guys? What What is the food that just smells so good around here? Um. That's a good question. Everything's good here. It's so tasty. I love that local food. It's good for you, too. Um, I'd say that's probably either, you know, some fried tapioca. That one's a good one. It smells and tastes so good. Just put a little bit of salt on it. Mm, take those. Tastes so good. And it could be also the fish. It's just fresh caught, man. It's just really good. Um, uh... Yeah, we. I think there's an oom um behind the, um, the house somewhere. I know that my cousin, uh, Freddie, he's doing a, a oom. That's a that's a barbecue pig, and they cook it in the ground. It's super good. It's so good. Yeah. Cool. Y'all, uh, have to. I'll have to come back and ask for the the recipe for that tapioca. Um, another real quick question. Do you guys have any like village warriors or um, village adventurers or anything like that? People who you send out on uh, missions and stuff like that? Mm, let me think. Uh, David, can you say something? I need to make sure that the speaker's working. Hello. It's working. Perfect. Yay. Awesome. She goes, mm, let me think. My husband, you know, if there's something in the waters that's, you know, seeming like it wants to eat somebody, then maybe he'll go out there and poke it with a big stick, chase it off. Uh, some adventurers. Anybody like around Ren's, uh, Ren's age? Ren's age. Um... There's a couple of boys um, around Ren's age. Mm. 
most of them are out fishing right now. I think they're getting the catch ready for tonight for the, uh, you know, the ceremony. What ceremony? Oh, it's uh, the lightning dance ceremony. It's uh, where we honor Yoko. It's a pretty good one. You guys came to town at a good time. Um, what do I know about Yoko? Yeah, do a religion check. I just rolled a two. Oh, we're all rolling really anywhere. Yeah. You've heard of Yoko from, you think, Ren? You're pretty sure that that's one of the gods that he worships? That's all you know. Yeah. Um, what what do you usually do at this ceremony? Well, there's dancing. There's, oh, we make a big fire on the beach. And um, in the fire, we have these rocks and shells that we can throw in the fire. And they'll make it look like it's lightning. It's pretty cool. And it helps us to honor Yoko in keeping the winds calm and his fury low during the good times and sending the bad ones towards our enemies. He protects us, you know. He's a really good guy. He's super good. Um, so, this is just for maybe it, maybe I'll just wait until Brandon's back. Um, it's okay. You can ask me anything. So, our friend Ren, uh-huh. uh, he as far as like religion goes, it seems that there's like quite a few different different religions. In. Is that correct? No, we all believe in the same. In the same. Okay. Yeah, yeah. There's Yoko. There's um, Basia. There's Venna. There's Mav. There's um, Miliosava. There's Bogdan. Yeah. Bogdan. Yeah, yeah, they're all there, man. They're pretty awesome. That's good. Um, interesting. Well, Alaya, um, well, everyone's gathered tonight. That might be the best time for us to find who we're looking for. Yeah, I think you would probably be right. Who are you looking for? Well, we were told that there was someone here who was perhaps looking to join the house. The vigils, like uh, Ren? Yeah, like Ren. I don't think there's anyone in this village, to be honest. <laughs> I think you'd be kind of hard-pressed to find anyone here. And um, when Ren took off, we were all kind of like, man, that guy's kind of crazy. <laughs> it's, but it's cool. I understand why he's doing it. It's, uh, it's so sad. His family is so sick. It makes me really sad. I hope that he finds uh, the the medicine for Ben. Too. Yeah. That is so sad. But anyways, um, yeah, they're just, I'd say probably your best bet if you're trying to find someone else. Because when the, the vigil people came back a couple months, yeah, they were only here. And uh, they, uh, they asked around for a couple of days while Ren was getting, you know, his things in order. He was going fishing his... These children these days. But, uh, yeah, I'd say maybe that no one else here wants to. 
Nice to be honest. We're pretty good. I would maybe check some of the other villages. Are there any villages that you think would be more inclined to like um, provincial? I know that everyone along the coast is into Bashia, and Bashia is not super like ah. Uh, she can be up there, you know, like go out in the ocean and you know feel the waves. But um, I'd say that maybe Benal's not a bad one. I don't really know them. They're hill people. They live up in the hills, but they're pretty good. I'd say that they, you know, they might like you know walking because they walk so far to get to the ocean. Crazies, but um, that might be good. Uh, so yeah, but now is a good village. I'd say maybe also Fanado. Fanado, they're just, you know, different. <laughs> I don't really get them. Where's, where's Fanado? Fanado is like so far away. <laughs> it's like an hour down the beach. It is so far. Yeah, you just, you go towards the sun. And when you see like a big mango tree, not too far away from the uh, the sand, you'll keep walking a little bit farther. You'll see the bridge. And you probably saw the bridge because I saw you guys come from that direction. If, once you go over the bridge, you'll instead of coming this way, you'll go that way and keep going at the T uh, in the road. And then what you'll see is you'll see a grove of like, you know, like... Um, well, what's that? What's that thing they call in your language? Um, um, it looks like a. It looks like this, and it's got like these on the top. Yeah, it's like a tree, but it's a specific kind. So you'll look for a grove of those. What is it in your language? Oh, it's uh, it's a gaki. What language is that? Um, it is uh primordial. Alaya knows primordial. Sweet. Um, it's just like a name for a tree. Okay. It's not like it's it's not like it's like a an actual meaning. It's just literally just the name of that type of tree. Okay. Um it's from like kind of it's kind of understanding kind of the roots and stuff from it. It sounds to be some sort of type of palm tree. Okay. Yeah. And then you just keep walking along so far, and uh, you'll get there. You they have a a nice com, uh, meeting house like ours, but I think theirs is a little smaller. Um, but uh, it's still pretty good. Yeah. What is this place called again? It's called Fanado. Fanado. Yeah, like Fanado. Yeah, Fanado. Do you want to go? Try there or the hill people? I think the fun of those sounds like that that could be a better choice if we were to go and look there and then come back for the ceremony. Yeah, the ceremony is in like a couple hours, so you should be good. It's like like looking at the sun, it's like midday, and it's not until like nighttime, so you got like a while. Oh, Okay, yeah, let's let's go do that. Yeah, did you guys want to buy anything? Oh, hi. you don't have to. I just was figuring I'd ask. You asked a lot of questions, but usually people don't sit here and talk. They're just like, "Hey, I want the flower," and I'll give them the flower. Oh, 
Oh, what was that tapioca thing? Uh, do you not know what tapioca is? Are you asking me? Or Adelaide does not know what tapioca I don't think so. I don't think I don't think that oh, Adelaide it would let know me get you some. Any She'll like anything. reach down underneath and pull it out. And it's like this root looking thing. It looks kind of like a yam, but it's like this long. And she sets it down. It's this one. It's super good. You have to cook it before you eat it. So I do this and then I cook it and eat it. Yes. Two copper pieces. <laughs> Don't usually buy things that need to be cooked. Huff. Aflaya, are you interested in cooking these? I almost did a huff on the fire. <laughs> uh, yeah. And then Aliyah will just start... Like I like I imagine they have like seasonings and stuff yeah, Elias has never seen salt. before. You put salt on it. Adelaide will kind of slide over the, the, the money. The money. It's literally it's like, like it's a tip for the chit chat. You know, like she's like, "Holy cow, this is a lot of money." You put like a silver piece down. She's like, "Whoa, <laughs> do you want do you want more? I don't need. I guess. Thank it's you." Earrings, you know. Oh, my cousin, you know. she makes uh earrings and necklaces. She does really good job. She uses she uses shells and she uh, carves them. I would actually love if you would show me where I can get that, and also any other type of clothing. But leads realizing that most bees in the process of making whatever Ren is doing the next trend in fashion in Felnor. And so if she can get ahead of it by getting <laughs> by getting <laughs> Yeah. Straight source of inspiration. Yeah, what do you want? I let me go uh, call my cousin. Let me call my cousin. The whole town. Hey! Get <laughs> in! Come here! What? <laughs> Come here! Someone wants to buy things! Oh! Okay! And you watch another lady walk over. It's like, hey, what can I do for you? Um, I'm interested in buying things. Buy, uh, what do you want? I want fashion, and I want anything that you can offer. Fashion? You mean like clothes? Yes. Close. Yeah, I couldn't get you. What do you want? Uh, you want like a, a you know, the dress? Do you want a, a robe? Are you like a wrap? Are you yes. looking for a wrap? Oh, who's the lucky man? <laughs> do you have any wraps and sashes, women? Uh, no, just dresses, Ra sashes, and ra wraps uh, like the mid things. They're they're for men. So if you get one, usually that means you got someone that you're looking out for. Looking out for myself and <laughs> the state of the fashion and society of Felnor in about a year and a half. Now we have some we have some dresses that are really nice, and uh, I got some earrings and stuff. We have a our our woman's dress. It's similar to, to the same thing as uh, yes, women. yes. Mm -hmm. I will look at the dresses. Yeah, so sandals. Those things that Ren has. Yeah. The sandals. I would yeah. like some of those. Do you have those? Uh yeah. I, I can make some. Oh. Test them. 
Yeah, I mean, I have to measure your foot to know how big I need to cut the piece of, of leather. Fantastic. Yeah, they're, they're genuine boar hide, I guess. Uh, boar hide? Yeah, they're really sturdy. That's why we usually like them. It works really good on the, the, the sand. Good, yes. I have walked on sand before, so I imagine that would be the case. Do I have sandals yet? Yeah, they're oh, yeah. yeah, take two pairs. Two pairs of sandals? Okay, this will probably take me a little while because I'm going to have to make both. Well, could we get the measurements and come back and pick them up at the ceremony tonight? Uh, it's probably going to take me like a week. A week? That with like this. I, I need to make the dresses. Usually. So the way I usually, uh, people tell me what they want and then I make it and then I tell them. I have like a couple of things in, like I don't have sandals in in stock. Stocked. Uh, this is investment. Yes. Sure. Hey, whatever you need. Uh, I mean, come here so that you can measure your foot. We're getting sandals. Ren is <laughs> Ren staying for a while, right? Like you guys are with Ren, I'm pretty sure. Yes. I don't know how long we'll be here. Don't look at me. I, I mean, it makes sense for him to stay. Uh, it's so sad. His, I don't think his mom has very long. So. I mean, if I recall, there's we're going up to a mountain and we're coming back. Okay. Uh, there, it's his family, so he'll, he'll be back. He'll be back. Okay. <laughs> so, further, just so you know what the dresses kind of look like. They are similar to kind of like what Ren's wrap looks like, but they're they're longer, almost like like upper calf length that you wrap around your your midsection very similar but the difference is a man's one is like only to like the upper thigh and a woman's one is all the way to like the lower calf excellent and these are usually held up by wearing a belt okay and prices um she says like for the two pairs of sandals and how many dresses do you want? Probably, well, depending on the price, two for Adelaide and she'll want to get one for Eli as well. Yeah. What colors do you want? You can choose like uh, the color pattern. Um, I just have to go down to uh, Chachinog and get some thread. They got some there though. I have a cousin that lives there. Elia? Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, try to keep it to like three or four colors. For your dress? I'll trust you on, on, on that one. I'm not oh. good at the fashion thing. Remind me of what color her hair is. Is it black or dark brown? or? It's uh, brown and blue. Um, it's probably turned a little bit, the brown's probably turned more grayish black, I imagine, but the blue's still there. Just because of your changes. <laughs> nice. Um, all right, we'll do one white and a cobalt. So, like dark blue? Sure, yes. Like a bright. Like an ocean blue. So bright blue, not dark. Yeah, so like a... She like grabs like, like, um, like just a 
crumpled up like napkin or something like that just like like <laughs> just like grabs like a piece of charcoal from like uh, or like her cousin hands her charcoal and she starts writing this down white with blue and um Maybe like a light peach color. I think would look really good on Mariah. Like a something soft. I soft peach. What's that peach? Peach. <laughs> um, I'm sorry. Light pink. <laughs> okay. Is it like the sunset color? Yes. Sunset. <laughs> Perfect. Okay, and then the next one, let's have it be. I'm trying to think of like the colors that most be liked on Ren. I I like black, purple, orange, green. Classic. Good. That one. That one's a that one's a very local color. Yes, and then uh, can you do another one? In another of your favorite color palettes. Sure. Sure, yeah. Uh, I'll probably do one that's just like two colors. Uh, I'll probably do, uh, probably keep it simple since I'll have already the same thread. I'll probably do a white with um, an orange. Uh, so it's kind of a mix from the two. How about that? Perfect. Okay, she uh, says she'll go and start working on the stuff. You hear her call to her, um, like to one of her kids as she's walking back. <laughs> they need to go and uh, kill one of the pigs so that way they can have the leather. <laughs> Don't worry, they're eating good tonight. It doesn't seem to really have a problem with that. <laughs> what? Yeah. The circle of life. The circle of fashion. Circle of fashion. <laughs> Why I have to apologize to you. My goal is to shadow you, and I've gone shopping again. Ah, look at me. <laughs> it's okay. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, just, I guess, growing up in Oshto, the it's Oshto, right? Is the buy house? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It was like growing up in the Oshto. Uh, I guess fashion and all these other things just weren't important, and so it's it's really cool to learn. I guess your world, for a lack of better words, I guess. Mm. Yes, fashion is important. Um. Now back to you, back to me, shadowing you. <laughs> As you guys kind of make your plans for going ahead, we're going to switch to Moss and Baron.
<laughs> well, Moss, uh, I think uh, everyone here just wants to nap, so we, our best bet's probably to head off to one of the other islands or, or something, other villages or whatever. Okay. I would like one of you guys to do uh, in, uh, a history check. Pulled it off. Just do it. I I asked. I need you to give. <laughs> yes, Sensei. Um, I got twelve. Twelve. Are you proficient with um history, Moss? No. Okay. Sounds good. So with the twelve, I I want to remind you that you remember there was some specific characteristics in this character that Grigri is expecting. Um, you may want to follow this. You may not. It, it can be up to you, but there are definitely things that he is expecting to see. We give him someone. We give him someone. That's fair. Um, I'm just going to pick a direction and start walking. Yeah. Um, roll a d4. It'll be cardinal directions. Which way you walk? One. One? North. Okay, luckily you didn't go south, which was the water. Actually, yes, that would be the the ocean. So, north, um, as you and Moss walk into uh, the jungly forest area around um, Bauli, um, as you start walking, the path not on any like are you trying to just walk in a straight line or are you yep. uh, saying something else i think <laughs> just walking. Yeah. great line as you guys start walking in a specific direction you kind of come to the point where it's like you're getting out of the village and it, the jungle itself gets so thick that it's kind of getting hard to walk and so um i need Someone to either do a survival check if you want to keep pushing, or you might want to look for a better path. Five. Five? Yeah, so you you spend about the next, you know, 10, 15 minutes going about 10, 15 feet. Um, eventually, like, you get out, like, a short sword, and you're just hacking at it like it's a machete. I mean, he does have his sword that does yeah. for damage to plants. He does that. Ooh, that's a good point. Um, though, he rolled a five on survival. After about 30 minutes, you realize that you've somehow got turned around, and you're now back heading to, like, you find yourself, like, coming out of the bushes, and you look around like, oh, we found the fu- different village. It's just probably again. Dang it. We'll go a different direction this time. Okay. Are you just going to, you know, head out into... Yep. <laughs> uh, I will warn you, um, if you don't roll high enough on your survival, I'm... this may be a futile um, experiment to try just walk straight your way. I'll roll it this time. Okay, I, I'm just warning you, you may be wasting your time. 18. 18, yeah. Um, with a little bit of guidance from Baring, kind of keeping your son in the right po- position... You start cutting your path like towards uh, what you feel like it is. Is um, not too long afterwards, like you'll stumble yourself upon um, what seems to be 
uh, kind of as the, it went up the hill and kind of comes back down, you find yourself kind of coming up towards an area where it's a little bit more swampy, muddy, and there's these large um, plants with like huge like leaves, like you can almost think of them like elephant ears, like huge. Um, I need moss to make a nature check. Nature. Um, I don't want to make a nature check. Can I make a survival check? Um, this isn't really survival. It's noticing something about the natural area that you're around. Four. Cow. Four. So you keep cutting your way through. And not too long after you hear voices coming up, it sounds like to be some villagers um, walking a path and probably only about 30 feet uh, close to where you guys are at. Um, it seems to have kind of bisected and came a different direction to get to this point. Um, they sound like they're starting to talk about some sort of... Um, um, trying to remember what... The word is um, I guess it really doesn't matter, but they're they're talking about tearing and how they're going to their uh, it's called the Maut. They keep saying that word Maut, uh, for the the tarot, and they're kind of wondering how it's doing. You got this, Moss. Nope. Hey. What? Hey, what are you guys doing in there? Walking. Why are you walking through our garden? That's not where you walk. There's a path right over here. Oh. Did did you guys cut those down? You know how long those take to grow? Don't get out of there! It was him. They're like, they seem pretty angry at you. Like, what the heck? Like, get out of there! Go! Get out of here! What village did you come from? Bodhi! It's only like 15 <laughs> feet away from that. What are you guys doing in our garden? Are you guys the guys with the wren? Man, he should have taught you better. He should have told you not to walk through people's gardens. <laughs> oh my goodness, I'm going to have to talk to him later. You guys. Get out of there! Is this... Why are you still standing here? <laughs> Go! <laughs> Not until we get information. <laughs> You're going to stay there until they get information? Yeah, I'm done with this. Yeah, we're going to stay here until we get information. Wait, Moss, why? Just shut up, Aaron, and listen. Who what is the strongest you're person in your village? In the mud, it's like to your waist, dude. <laughs> I don't care. Who is the strongest person in your village? Strongest person, or a village? Where's the other nearest village besides Bauli? It's so far away, man. <laughs> it's like where, <laughs> like forty-five minutes up this path. Just follow this path. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Do they have stronger people? I mean, not really. Maybe it's, but now they're kind of weird. Weird how? I know they live in the hills. 
Like, why would you put your village up there and not by the ocean? You must not like fish. Anyways, like, I don't know what you're asking for. Like, the stronger people on, are you, like, trying to build a house or something? Don't build it in my garden. <laughs> Come on, Moss. Okay. We'll start heading up the path towards the other <laughs> other place. Uh, they do seem fairly perturbed with you. Um, they will. It's kind of like one of those. Um, I, I can't remember who makes it. The Telltale Games. That's who. Or it's like this villager will remember this. Oh, <laughs> we'll we'll snip it. Anyway, as, as we're walking, uh, at some point. Along this forty-five minute walk, this this super long walk, so long. Um, I'll turn to Moss and just say, "That's pretty sucky about what's going on with the Ren's family, don't you think?" Yeah, I guess so. People die. Yeah, but usually it's not so slow and terrible. <laughs> Yes. Do you think it's best if we just put them out of their misery right now? I mean, <clears throat> probably be less painful. Okay, let's plan on doing that when we get back. That's not our job, Moss. Whose job is it? I guess it's for Ren to decide. It's his family. Okay, so we... What about those rats we killed them? Sewer. Was it our job to end their life? Seems like a long time ago. Why are you bringing this up? Look, if you're going to morally justify being like, oh, it's not our right, but then take the right of other people's life, you're just justifying your own actions. It's either you believe it or you don't believe it. I mean, I'm pretty sure when you killed those rat people is in self-defense but i don't have a problem with it still saying how many people have you killed baron who you didn't have to just because they were quote-unquote monsters you too many no No. I said O as an O H. I thought you said no. I you said no as well. I was like, no. I was like, what? <laughs> no, you didn't kill those people. You murdered them. <laughs> and you? And me what? Same question. Yeah, I've murdered many a people. Well, then I don't think that we're cut too far from the same cloth. Hmm. Probably not. Are we at the village yet? For the probably not, not yet. Why? All right, I guess we're not at the village of that. <laughs> I mean, we can do both. Yeah, it, it doesn't matter. Like, if you guys have more things to talk about, you'll eventually get there. Eventually get there. Um, 
you guys have walked for a little while. So long. <laughs> you eventually get to yourselves to Venali as you walk in. Um, you notice there's a couple less houses, like the houses that you saw around um, Bauli. It was probably about uh, 10 to 15 or so. There, here there's probably about, or at Bauli there's 20, here there's probably about 10 to 15. A little bit smaller. Um, and as you kind of walk in to the village, people kind of like from their houses and stuff like that will just kind of give you strange looks as you walk through. Eventually, one guy from kind of the main community house, um, he, he'll walk out and say, um, excuse me, are you guys... Travelers looking for something. Yeah, we're uh, we're looking for someone with some sort of tragic uh, backstory or something. Tragic backstory. I don't know. Something terrible going on in their life might help. Uh, hmm, that's a good question. I do you think? Yeah, I think we got some people that. Kind of crappy lives, and I mean, we have to live in the hills. It sucks. Why? Wait. Why do you have to live in the hills? Can't you just move to the ocean? There's plenty of space down there. No, that's not our land. Our land's up here. We don't own it. Who decides? Who decides that? Oh, it was decided a long time ago in the wars between the villages. Our village lost, so we had to move up into the hills. Ah, have you thought about declaring war on the village down there? Take it back. Mm. Good. But not really. Are your people stronger? I wouldn't say that we're not more stronger. But, so you're uh, weaker. Look, I didn't uh, walk out of my own house to be berated. Uh, what do you want? We're here to find the strong, strongest warrior. And do what with them? Kill them? No. That's what they used to do, you know, in the wars. When they subjugate one of our villages, every once in a while they'd come up and kill us. How do I know that you're not just from their village? We're just trying to see if someone wants to get out of these villages. We want to elevate them to a higher status, to bring back glory to their people. Okay. Um... We're part of the vigils. Oh, okay. <laughs> I didn't get the glory part. That was kind of was confused, but I get it. Yeah, that makes sense now. Um, no, I don't. Yeah, I guess there's a couple people. I know that there's um, uh, maybe a couple people around here. That my I know there's a guy who lives kind of farther down into the into the hills more. Uh, he doesn't come to the village very often, but he might be interested um, just because you know he doesn't really participate. But uh, what's he like? I can't really tell much about him. I think his name his name is Joaquin, and he just. 
kind of sticks to himself, but uh, whenever he does come to village, you know, to buy simple stuff, he doesn't really seem to be uh, a talker. So maybe he's someone that you're looking for. I know that if he was to go and not live here, I don't think anyone would miss him. Not because, you know, he's a bad guy, but it's just because I don't know if he has anyone. Can you point us in the right direction? Yeah, you just keep walking down this path. You'll see a big mango tree, and at the mango tree, you'll turn. And then keep going a little bit, and uh, you should see his house. Thanks. Yeah. So when did it happen, Moss? What? When did it happen? When did uh, your... Uh, I'll gesture to, like him your condition what condition got to be more specific there i don't know the wrinkles the age lack of hair i don't know i can i can go on mm. so you're asking how did i get so old yeah Uh, well, why do you drink so much? Yeast mm. pain. Uh, Life. That's about as vague as you can get. Well. You start talking, maybe we'll continue talking. That's how this works. Betrayed by a lowly scum of a supposed friend. Got tangled up in a church with a a ghost. It's a pretty diabolic. It's a pretty good way to torture someone. Make a... the ghost. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you, but I would like to make um, Baron to make maybe an Arcana check to see if he rec or history to recollect what specific about a ghost. Um, I think they're wait. What was the two options? History or Arcana? I'll yeah. do Arcana. Uh, seventeen. Yeah, I'll let uh, Moth continue on. Um, and if I need to explain, I I will. So, anyways, ghost started screaming. Life started whispering away before my life. By the end of it, I was this old decrepit piece of meat this and i was thrown off thrown out of the church i think they meant to kill me once i got outside of the church but i stumbled away don't know if it was purposefully or they wanted to watch an old man falter or i was skilled probably the probably the latter but yeah i guess in a in a similar manner i drink because of the church as well so well, the, the church was just a location for me. Why do you drink because of the church? Certain people in it just. The church of 
Just, uh, what? Keep going, keep going. Just certain people that, uh, just led me down a path that I'd rather have not gone down. No? What church is this? Uh, the church in Tepesh. Make a history check for me, Moss. Nat 20 plus whatever my history is. So from your dealings with Tepesh and kind of understanding it, Tepesh itself is known to be kind of one of the most um, superstitious areas in all of Yavna. Mm -hmm. One of that, one of the reasons may be because they have a centralized church, whereas most places have like a specific religion that you can join. Tepesh mm -hmm. has basically one state church that kind of oversees all of the the nation. And if that doesn't seem correct to you, okay, you can tell me. I think that's kind of how it goes. It's kind of a church dedicated to kind of all the protector gods. Um, they're almost seen as kind of like saints. In a sense, like depending on what you need, you'll pray towards that god. But um, you with a nat 20 would also know that there is a lot of politics that go along with that church because it's so ingrained into the people as mm -hmm. if you want control over the people rather than being necessarily a duke of one of the princedoms it's easier to be a bishop in the clergy. Okay. <clears throat> so my assumption then, Baron, is that you were led to believe a certain way, figured out you were being misled by the, the clerical leaders, and now you're angry about it? That's what you think? That's, uh, that's up to you? <laughs> I'm, I'm just asking if that's what happened. Uh, no. Uh, what happened then? I think we're here. <laughs> I shared and now you have to share. So maybe I need a little bit of drink before then. As you guys find this, um, House, kind of out in the middle of the jungle. We're going to go to break and then we're going to come back with uh, Opal and Winkle. Uh, Talk team. Okay, we'll be right back. I know. I now, welcome back. Um, so, brevity of time. I want this to, I don't want us to be here all night trying to find Blow Schmo. Uh, we, 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 want, we want to find someone. I want to ask um, Opal and Pinky. You have two groups that seem to have found maybe a lead. One's going to a different... Both have gone to a different village. You could maybe try to join um, Adelaide and Aliyah. 
or you could try to go and find Baron and Moss and what they're doing. It might be better to try to join another group at this point than try to find your own third path, and that way we don't have to keep track of three different groups. I mean, that makes sense. Yeah. In my figurings, uh, Pinky would you know point the way, because she once she heard there was a village in the forest, she's like, let's do that, in her mind. Yeah. And I'm assuming just kind of on the way, because it's the same path we'll run into. Yeah. And it's like, so. literally, as you guys come from different like passed right into the same house. You're like, oh! So we're, we're going to do Marin, uh, Marin, Baron and Moss. Baron and Boss. Baron and Boss. Baron and Boss. Oh no, what did I do? So. Oh yeah, you could definitely do that. But what, we'll, just so you guys know, that's, that's going to kind of happen at the same. Okay. Um, Pinky, I'm, I'm surprisingly hitting my limit kind of early today. I'm really getting close to bribing somebody to just perform a, a little Houdini trick of going with Grigri and then escaping. And then I'm getting close. Do you have any ideas? Um, honestly, I think that the village in the forest sounds the most promising. Because if all the other villages are like this one, then we got nothing. So we better go somewhere else. I completely agree. Pablo, what do you think? Huh? It's okay. All right. All right, Pinky, lead the way. Right. She's gonna... gonna fly, but she's gonna make marching... She's like marching <laughs> while flying. You know, Moss, I felt bad that I didn't say anything. Um, the truth is... Oh, hey, Pinky! <laughs> I hate I hate this game. I hate this game. Like, what is this garbage? You know, I, I just I don't get paid to be here. This happens. Like, <laughs> Moss casts kill on Pinky so he can hear Baron's backstory. <laughs> wow. Hey, Pinky. If Popo finds out that Baron was just about to open up, she will like do whatever it takes, except break her oath to get Baron to say something. <laughs> She'll do whatever it takes. Like I got your back, but she won't actually do anything. <laughs> Wait a minute, it sounds familiar. <laughs> All right, sorry. Hey, Pinky. Hey. Where are you guys going? We're going this way. You are also going this way. Hey, how are you guys doing? Good. We were just talking about the weather. Yep. Boring smoking. Inside check. <laughs> Come on, put it to the dust. Okay, you might go in the dungeon. All right. That is a 11. Eleven for can I, insight. Can I tell he's being sarcastic? Um, Moss, make a check. Uh, what's my check? Um, you could say either persuasion or deception or intimidation or just probably those two: deception or persuasion. But it's your choice. Okay. Yeah. Sure. I'll do deception. Yeah, like Moss isn't being like deceptive, but it's just like. Yeah, you. It's like are you? You're kind of hiding something. Yeah, 13. Okay. I got a 13. 
You can't tell. You're like, hmm, moss. Moss always acts like this. No. Like dumb. You you can probably tell that they weren't talking about the weather, but it probably was, I don't know, boy stuff like swords. Huh. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> I watched Kyle's face when you said that. I don't think you realize what I said. Okay. I, it said what I said. No, I have. <laughs> you, it's, it's, it's Kyle's mind. Yes. Yeah. He's That's... recalling a classic um, Samantha quote. <laughs> <laughs> I. Anyways, continue on. So, you guys are here. This is, this is continue on. Is it new? Continue on. We'll continue. Get to the house. We'll continue walking towards the house. You finally make it to the house. This is um, what was known as Joaquin. His house. It's kind of out in the bush. Um, it's smaller. What do you do? It doesn't really have like a door. Per se. Oh, uh, villagers back that way. They they told us to come talk to this guy. <laughs> like you fly up to the like the little door. You I need someone to do a perception check for me. I will perception the door. I think he is not aware of her surroundings. She's focused on getting sick. <laughs> um, I'll work with that. 16. 16. She's not stupid. She's a knight. Give me one second. About to fight something. That's stress. It is... Oh, Van Dyke, our um, guy from who took us from the test with the oh, Van Dyke. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is not Van Dyke, though that would be pretty awesome. I do like him. I do like Van Dyke. He retired with his children in the woods. I mean, he already retired with his children in the woods. Yes, he did. But. This guy, um, come on, my thing is glitching out. We hear the nice calming sounds of the ocean waves in the distance. Yeah, um, no, you meet it, so you beat it. So uh, same role, same uh, thing. You'd notice there seems to be a figure kind of crouched in the bushes watching you um, kind of more towards your side along the kind of bush line. And this is like, like Moss notices him, but he, he barely noticed him, right? Like he wasn't yeah. like... It was okay. like, you meted it, so you beated it. Mm-hmm. So Ma- that... I mentioned this because that actually would impress Moss a little bit, because Moss is pretty good at spotting people out. Uh, you guys keep pounding on the door. I gotta go take a little uh, take a little break, if you know what I mean. I think he's gonna pound on the door harder. 
And Moss <laughs> is going to start heading over to the bush. Okay. Take a break. Yeah. Um, as you walk over there, the figure um, kind of steps back into the foliage a little bit, seeming to kind of give you a little bit of space. So, um, Ma. Not like it's like running away, but like kind of just sinks back. All right. And Moss is just going to whisper as he's pretending to take a break. He's going to be like, hey, if we go over a lot easier, we're not here to hurt you or do anything. It would go over a lot easier if you just come out and introduce yourself. So we don't have to come and find you. You would hear kind of almost sound like a, um, almost like the sound of like a sigh, but like, you know, when you have a sigh, but you kind of got phlegm in your throat, you got like frog in your throat. It's like, um, you would see this figure, um, not crazy taller than you are moss you'd see this little guy walk out of the bushes it's a frog we've got some dope he he kind of walks out of the bushes and says "Mm, what do you want ah my name is ma my name is moss what is your name my name is joaquin Ah, Joaquin. Me and my friends, we were sent by the village nearby. Actually, are frogs weird? This is the first frog that we've seen, right? (laughs) Frogs are weird. Among all these villagers, you've not seen a frog. Okay. Most of them like humans or like human elvish, but mostly kind of like that humanoid style normal. Frogs kind of strange. Stands out a little bit. Okay. I'm just like, wait a second. It's like, we're set to find you. The tall guy over there, Baron, he's got more of the details. If you just want to come with me. Okay. Master's going to call out to everyone. Hey, everybody. He'll, like, scratch, scratch his, like, neck, and then he'll, you'll see go... <laughs> uh, as he, like, is, like, thinking, and then he'll slowly follow you, kind of curious. As we're going there, Moss will lean over real fast and be like, do you like toads? Um, I find that slightly racist, but I, I actually do. And Moss is just going to like to pull his toad out of his <laughs> his cloak. His familiar that he has. Yeah, so you'd notice as he um, sees your toad, he'd be and he'd go bleh, bleh. The guy. The guy's doing that. And then your little toad go. The other guy would go. They seem to be communicating. And I have my toad tell me telepathically what the heck is going on. (laughs) Yeah, he's like, hey, how you doing? And your toad's like, good. You can talk to me. (laughs) And he's like, yeah. Does he treat you good? What's this guy doing here? Um, and does your toad know what you guys are doing here? <laughs> I'm telepathically sending him the thoughts on what we're doing here. Yeah, they're, they're looking for you. That's what the, the guy said to you. I think they're... Have you ever looking, heard of the business? Looking for a strong warrior. 
strong. Are you a strong warrior? Guy's like. <laughs> he's like about as round as he is tall. <laughs> Maybe. Strong of heart. Strong of heart. <laughs> uh, as he kind of comes over to the group where you all stand, he stands like probably about six inches taller than Moss. So he's not like a, a small character, but he isn't like tall either. He would probably be just shorter than your average dwarf. Hmm. All right, Baron, oh. explain this. You're a frog. <laughs> I also kind of find that racist, but you're not wrong. It's what everyone calls me around here. Uh, Joaquin? Technically, it's called a bully log. That's what my people are. Does Pinky have experience? Sure, you could definitely do a history check and see if you know anything. Well, I not necessarily if I know anything. I just like, like uh, this is not new to her. She's familiar with these well, kinds are, of people. Are you? Am I? Well, I. That's why I'm asking you to do a history <laughs> check. Okay. That's what that's what the check is for to see how familiar you are with them. Okay. Because I, I don't think there's anything necessarily specific about. They're like it. They're not like it in the forest. In the okay, history check. Where's my history? There it is. That's sixteen. Sixteen. Um. Yeah. Bullywogs from where you're from, um, are more of the, you know, swamp foresty kind you don't know if there's any difference really with these more jungly coastal kind right with a 16 you would know that these are typically more evil aligned creatures um humanoids as they are really big into capturing people and you know Making them at forest interns uh, is a way you could say it um, forever without pay. <laughs> yeah. So that's kind of the, what you know about bullywogs in general. Though this guy is, you do know that bullywogs usually live in large communities and they usually have some sort of queen and, um, culture along with them. This guy seems to have more of the similar culture as the people here. Okay, so he's odd. Yeah, he doesn't seem to be like your your regular bully woman. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Cool. Um, well, Pinky's gonna like thump Baron on the back of the head and be like, yes, you talked about bully walk? Sir? So? Um. Dang it. Uh, good job. <laughs> so, so you guys know. What's <laughs> you out here? Is it where my house is? Yeah, but... Never mind. I mean, I was out there in the bushes because I heard you guys walking up the path and, you know, you don't want someone to throw rocks at me. Throw rocks at you. Do other people throw rocks at you? I mean, sometimes. Which some people don't, don't though. 
would you rather not have rocks thrown at you? Sometimes. I mean, other times it's kind of fun to throw them back. Yeah. Are you a man that considers yourself honorable? Look, I feel like I'm getting pitched something. Whatever you're selling, I don't know if I'm going to buy. Be honest. Vigil. And we're looking for a new recruit. And many people have... going to be a fib because no one told her about this, but... <laughs> Um, several people have told us that you are strong and that you um, would be a good fit. Hmm. So we were wondering if you would like to join. There's lots of good things about being a village vigil. You get to see the world. You get gold. You get to become stronger because they teach you cool things. Um, and you get to make some friends. And, and they make special cool magic items in, in the... In the oh, I forget what the... Magic place is called. What is it? They have a cool lab where they make cool stuff. All right. Make persuasion check. Okay. <laughs> Makes it to you, um, not bear. I think Opal would be like that one uh, reel of the lady nodding her head while the other guy's chopping like. <laughs> yeah. I get that. 19. 19. Says, well, well, you know, not much out here. Does sound pretty nice. There is a problem, though. I can't leave. I got duty. What What do we now? (laughs) I just checked the bush. It's going to take me at least 30 minutes. Okay, we got we got a day or two. I'll be back. I'm sorry. No, that is not what he meant by duty. We all have them, but that's not the one he meant. He comes back in 30 minutes. I have another duty. I have something other than that that I was talking about that is a responsibility of mine for the village. What what responsibility? Um, well, it goes back uh, a good ways. Uh, uh, you could say it's kind of related to cultural things. Basically, I'm the last of uh, the ones to kind of keep this village protected from uh, a certain monster. Oh. Uh, it's actually uh, a couple of them. I I really don't fight them, but for some reason my uh, um, sweat glands and he like holds up his like pit and you can just see he's got super Mucus. bad like tacos with like little yeah tacos like, yeah like super sweaty pits <laughs> yeah not tacos in his arms <laughs> no actual like pulls up we're getting a little off track. But no, he's saying, yeah, there's some, my um, uh, natural musk is a deterrent for these things. And so the village pays me to kind of walk through the area. And and, throw uh, rocks at you? No, it's not usually this village that throws rocks at me. It's when I get close to like Chastanag. I see. Hate those guys. How? uh, You're in luck. 
Because we are vigils and we slay monsters. Oh, sick. That's pretty right. awesome. So if we're, we're able to get rid of this monster, you'll no longer have to... That requirement will no longer be there. Sure, yeah. And you'll... Great. Okay. Baron here is a, a professional monster, monster hunter. We slay the monster and then uh, you join us. Sounds good. Yeah, I'm not much of a fighter, just so you know. That's okay. Wait, wait, do you have any skills? Um, I can do this, and he like jumps ten feet straight up in the air. That's pretty good. And he lands back on the ground. Jeez. I can also do this, and he jumps like twenty feet longitudinally, and then jumps back. Do you know how to uh, use any weapons? Or I got a spear in my house. Okay. I mean. I don't know if I'm going to be super helpful with these things because I'll just walk around and you'll never find them if I'm close by. Because, mm. you know, that's why I'm here is to keep them away. And what are the monsters? Oh, uh, I don't really know what they're called. They're, they kind of look like, I don't know, like lobsters. They're kind of like a mind. All right. Is it only you guys? Uh, we got a few more. We yeah, can go get them. probably want some more there's a couple of them well where are they so if you kind of head deeper into the woods a little bit it's super far away like <laughs> like an hour uh if you keep going deep into the the jungle you'll find a pool and that's usually where they they keep their house i i try to walk on this side of the pool and that keeps them hunting on the other side i think there's a good amount of them, so yeah, I'd be careful about that. Well, why don't you wait here? We'll go get the rest of our group, and then we'll go take care of these beasts, these monsters, and yeah, come back and get you. Cool. Sounds good. I uh, yeah, I'd be watching out for them though. They, I can, I've seen them mess some livestock up fairly good. I would not like to see what it does to one of you guys. I'm not worried about it. Go. All right. We'll go back and get the rest of our party. We'll find them. Yeah. Um, I feel like kind of everything started around the same time. Opal, or not Opal, Aliyah and Adelaide. Was there anything that you guys wanted to do heading to the other village? Or did you... Um, we could probably say that either that happened and then you get back or like before you left they got you just depending on if you guys want to have some things that you want to do um did you have anything specific david um just kind of role play stuff but nothing like that i actually wanted to go do so you can definitely still role play on your way back to um, past, I, I mean, it's super far away to walk, um, but it shouldn't be too bad. You think that if you go out and you come back, you might be back in time for the the festivities tonight. So, wasn't role play between just these two? Mm-hmm. I just don't want them to get with the group and then not have fun. Well, cool. Are we good to take over? Yeah. So we're walking back, right? Yes. All right. 
Well, I guess that kind of turned out to be a bust. But we gave it a good effort, so. Not a bust, just a learning experience. Yeah, I guess that's right. Um, I do have a question for you. Uh, yes? So, what makes you want to believe in your god? I guess, or act in the manner of which your God wants you to act. Ooh. An interesting question. To be honest with you, this is actually something that I've been thinking about for myself these past couple of days. And to be honest with you, I'm not sure if I'm perfect person to ask even being a cleric to be totally honest I don't do the best job acting in accordance to the wills of Yalfa but I do I I think that when it comes to religion, and when it comes to Yalfath, I know that his teachings and his power have such a great power to do good and to have such good relevant, uh, good, uh, what's the word? I totally lost the word, but they have such a good, great power to do good and and to reach people, to help them, to lift them up, to serve others. The teachings of Yalfoth and um, in, they encourage people to look out for each other, um, to be good people, to look out for those that um, maybe don't have people looking out for them otherwise. So I think it's, I think for most religious people, it, you want to follow the teachings of a god because it helps you to do good. Okay. So, I just, why, and, and I, it's just more because I, I, I don't know and I don't understand, but you would say your god is extremely powerful, right? Yes. Oh, yes. I, I guess he's strong enough to share his power with, you know, like his clerics like you. Yes. Why? Why doesn't he use that power? to better the world. Well, there like, was a point. Oh, like directly. Yeah, I, I just, it's, it's always been interesting to me that, you know, there's, there's all these monsters and all of these evil things in the world that came about from I guess a battle between gods. 
And so did they just leave it for us to clean up the mess? Or I guess is there a higher purpose to it? Brief study. <laughs> is there anything that's coming to mind? Make a religion check. <laughs> Are you proficient in religion? I am. Okay. <laughs> I was just curious. Okay. I'm proficient in religion. Um, 21. 21. So. This could also perhaps come from, I have studied religion. You have studied religion before. Not necessarily just specifically Yalfav, but, but like, religion in general. And both. So, and this is something that uh, may help, but. You know, prior to the time of the Paraxum, when the basically the gods were separated from the world, it was very much part of that time that gods were very active in the lives of mortals. It's very fuzzy exactly what happened, but during that war between the usurper gods and the protector gods, it was believed that something happened maybe some people suggest maybe it was the protector gods realized that you know if they won it would be better off to take gods and put them more in a different plane just because you know their power level is just on a different scale than what you are on for normal mortals and so it would be better to separate the two rather than having them still intermingling and so part of why gods don't maybe have an active role is they do. It's just they have to work a little bit more around through people now with clerics and paladins. And even people who aren't clerics and pal pal paladins can, you know, still push those wills of gods forward and helping do those things. Um, another reason could be that gods aren't quite as active um, anymore as um it's believed that like there is kind of that more sealed power um between them that there is kind of almost a barrier uh, a divine barrier between the realm of the gods and the realm of the mortals and a lot of times people who follow gods believe that you go to that realm of the gods if you were to pass and if you were to die your spirit ends up kind of inhabiting the location where the god that you most followed or the ideology that you most followed um, would land you, if that makes sense. So usually um, it's kind of the idea like, oh, if I am an evil person, but I'm still lawful evil, I may find myself chilling with the devils. Whereas if I'm like good, lawful, I might go to more of like, um, where the most of the gods dwell, or something along those lines, or like it, it's kind of the idea that this life kind of and how you want to live and how you choose to live will kind of determine the kind of place you'll end up next time, uh, in your, your next life. Does that make sense? Do you have any other questions? Because you rolled very, 
good. So if there's any of those things for you, Adelaide, that right now aren't clicking, I can explain more. Mm. I think for now that's probably good. Unless, um, well, I'm not going to pretend that I know all the answers, Alaya, but I do know that the time that's been between the paroxysm Praxis? Praxum? Praxum? The Praxum until now has been a very, very long, long time. And there was a time when, of course, gods were very involved in mankind and in this realm. But as you know, the gods are very, very, very powerful, and I imagine that it would be almost like maybe being the size that you are now, but trying to play in the dollhouse that your father custom built you when you were only six years old. You know, it's a, it's a little bit too small for you. You can't really fit in the doorways, and as you try to set up your, you know, play place, it, you can't really fit in it. You're making more of a mess than you intended to, and you can't really bring what you want to to Vision because you're just simply too big to perhaps be that involved in all the details. And not to mention, your play wardrobe no longer fits because the wardrobe inside of your play house that your father built you is for six-year-old clothes and your 12-year-old clothes no longer fit anymore and then you go through a little bit of a crisis because your mother says why do you still want to play in the playhouse and you say well because <laughs> because it's mine and i almost forgot that i had it now i remember that i had it and i wish that i wasn't too big to play in it anymore <laughs> but the good news is is that now you can give that space to your little six-year-old cousins and they can use that space and you can tell them where all of your six-year-old play wardrobe and where to put the tea set and arrange the furniture properly because you can't quite fit in there to do it yourself. I don't think I've never not understood, but understood so well. <laughs> that that really did seem like it came from personal experience. <laughs> Saying simplicity is, I mean, being a god is not something that we can comprehend. We know that they were here, and now we know that they belong to a realm that is surpassing our understanding. I don't think that they can come and function in this world the way that we can and so because they are at that point i think that they need us worshipers and servants just as much as we need them to do their will and their work on this earth on this realm maybe on other earths she's gonna kind of like space out with a little bit like existential crisis a little bit she's gonna like kind of like wrap it back in and to be honest Eli, i'm Thankful that Yalthoth isn't here, using his almighty power to do everything 
to protect all of the wanderers and the travelers and doing all those things himself because it gives me an opportunity to be good. And I don't know if I would have had that opportunity to be good otherwise. Why do you ask? Just... I never... Never understood. Um, I guess to an extent why I was born a vigil or I guess into the vigils. Um, there's A lot that I wish I knew. I mean, you you grew up in a house where your father built you a house for you to play in. And I grew up studying monsters and studying in in a way defensive and offensive magic um and i never really understood if these all i guess all powerful gods exist and share their power then why don't they just use that power to be rid of all the things that I guess harm or kill or I don't know just don't understand, I guess, is the main reason why I'm asking. Maybe if you're okay, you could set some time aside and, and teach me a little bit more about Yelfov. Oh, I would love to. I would love to. <laughs> she's going to like reach inside of her pocket and kind of like tap her little notebook, notebook that she's got. I would... I would love to. And again, I don't have all the answers, but I'm in the process of learning as well. That's that's fine. I don't expect to have all the answers. I just, for lack of better words, don't understand why you and Ren believe so strongly in what you believe in. It doesn't make sense to me. I can, um, under, I can understand Baron and, and his mindset, but yours and Ren's doesn't make as much sense to me. As in, you don't understand why I believe that there is a god of the moon that has the power to 
protect the travelers of the world? I don't understand why... This is going to sound super harsh, okay? And I don't mean it the way that I'm saying it, but I don't understand why you think he cares. Mm. Well, if he cares enough to destroy the sun ceremony that I've been preparing for for 16 years in a single hour. I changed the total course of my life. That is quite interesting. That there is an all-powerful being, or very powerful being, that finds someone that's just trying to... I don't know. I I haven't always worshipped Yalthoth. I was on the path to being a cleric for Bogdan. I was there at the sun ceremony and it was to be a time when I would, you know, recite my oaths and go on to become what my grandfather had been and so many before me. Suddenly everything goes still and then it goes black and then it goes light. And then I remember being spoken to and being told that I was to serve Yalfoth instead. I was instructed that I should train to become a protector of those that traveled and those that wandered and those that had nothing. And then I woke up and I was glittering. My already beautiful hair was even more beautiful. And, uh... It really did ruin everything, because if I would have known that my complexion would have changed so drastically, I would have planned a different outfit. This is a roundabout way of me saying that that's a very strange thing for a god to care about, but he cared about me. And he wanted me to be a cleric and someone that would use his powers for good on this realm so i think that i have a different perspective of that maybe he cares a little bit too much a little bit too specifically but i do know that he they the alfoth is involved in this realm that he sees people and he wants to protect them and i do not know too much about his realm perhaps that's something that we could explore together but I do know that he's aware of this realm, and I do know that he wants the people that worship him to be protected. And I do know that he cares. Just as much as I know that the god Bogdan cares that laws are being followed, and he rewards those that follow his laws. Um. I have a lot more questions, but I don't want to, I guess, talk your ear off and, I guess, make you uncomfortable. But um, 
I would like to talk about it more, if that's okay, with yes. you. Maybe some other time, or... Um, you could probably see... You could probably see... Alaya is visibly frustrated. Um... I don't know. I don't think Elia would be hiding it, but you could. You would see Elia is is visibly frustrated. Mm. Um. So and then, yeah, Elia just. Uh, it looks like we're we're just about back. So uh, I yeah. I appreciate minute. you talking to me about. It. Do you do you have a specific experience with a god or religion that? has caused you to have some doubt? I just... I doubt the goodness of their intentions. Oh. No, that's interesting. Let's definitely continue talking about this. Well, at this point, you'd see your party members walking towards you. Adelaide's pulling out her notebook as everyone's gathering, and she's trying to group. <laughs> why? Why does? Why does <laughs> you know, care? What are we doing? <laughs> Come on, we're going. Gotta go kill something. We we met a frog guy, and and he wants to join the visitors, but he can't until we uh, until we kill the the person he's protecting the village from. I guess that a person it's a monster. But we're monster. gonna kill some crabs. Crabs. Yeah, big, big lobstery things, and then Elias gonna cook us up some. Adelaide's going up to Pablo's bag. She's like pulling out galoshes, like. <laughs> Yeah, bird. It's like you're you're going. Uh, what's the what? Oh, I'm crawdad hunting. Crawdad hunting. Yeah. Yeah. So for expedience and for brevity of time, um, as you guys travel, you make your way to this spot that you guys uh, that he had told you about. This yes. Time would it be now? Um, now it's probably around seven. Uh, or right, no, it'd be probably about 5 30. Um, and it probably starts around seven. Okay. So, we got this. You'll be able to make it back. Quick, easy trip. So, Unless someone gets possessed again and tries to kill us. <laughs> with that, speaking of possession, I need everyone to know. <laughs> I need everyone to make a wisdom saving throw. No, I do not need everyone to make a wisdom saving throw, but I do. Thirty-five. Need, I need everyone to listen as I describe the scene. That's what I need. Um, so what you guys see is right now it's kind of right before the sunset. You remember that color I was talking about, Adelaide, for a dress? Now you can see what she was picturing. As the sunset is beautiful, the sky has turned shades of like almost like a light baby blue with bright red and oranges mixed it's kind of that peach color that you were talking about um and it's lit up the sky 
though it can be a little bit hard to see as you guys like you can see it the through the path as you can see above the the tree line but as you continue walking you can see that it's sloping down and the terrain is getting muddier and kind of more of that swampy you see large root um collections that you'd see uh kind of spindling large overhanging trees um short palms that only stick up probably about like two feet then fan out into these large um giant um fronds uh the path you want is made out of cobblestone every single one of them is slick with moss and it's kind of almost a little harder to walk on you almost wish that you could go back to the mud moss because at least you didn't feel like you were sliding in on every precarious rock um the path kind of abruptly ends here and you can see what looks to be some low hanging water um kind of out here um the smell of kind of rotting um plant fibers mixed with rotting something um kind of hits your nose with a little bit of a sting you can hear like the incessant whine of bugs kind of prevailing in here the the just the quiet um as you sit uh, at the end of the path that kind of ends out towards this swamp you said that we're looking for crab things yeah that's what i said do we see any crab things? You don't really see any right now. I'll keep walking forward, I guess. How are you guys walking? Uh, just are you like kind of romping out through the water? One at a time. Is it, not in, just is it in the water or what is this? Yeah, so the path kind of led down to kind of almost like the bank. And in front of you is water. You could walk along the side of this kind of pond that he was talking about. Oh, you can try walking out pond. into it. It's not, I would say, a pond is a like swamp. a luster. It's a swamp, but there, in this spot of it, it's got some standing water. It's hard to tell. Probably deepest it gets is about five feet maybe 10 at the the center and it's fairly large it's not like it's like a tiny little pond it's probably you can see on the other side where it looks like it starts sloping up maybe you know 300 200 feet across just from these um looking between the these trunks of trees sticking out of the water should i scout ahead sure I'm gonna go ahead and I'll I'll toss like a kind of a, also like a good stone or something if I can find some. Just toss it into the water. Loose. Yeah, I'll I'll kind of tentatively walk in. Pinky scouting ahead. Yeah, pinky scouting ahead. Okay, pinky. How are you scouting out? Um. Well, I'm I'm moving stealthily, kind of through the tops of the trees, um, looking. Yes. It's like crab people, so you just look at more on like the ground and the water, you know. I'd like you to do both a stealth check and okay. a perception check. Do stealth first. All right. <laughs> um, 
Okay. Not too bad. That's a 12. Okay. And you said perception? Yep. That's an 11. Quick for you today. Okay. Um, and so you said you're staying at the tops of the trees, right? Yes. You're kind of just up in the branches looking down as you're scouting through. So a little bit more towards the center, you would notice what looks to be a fairly large form kind of swimming through the muck. Um, it's kind of hard to say, but it looks like a very large lobster, though its skin is le red, less red and more kind of a greenish color. Um, you can see uh, its like chitinous armor folds, and it's probably about you know a couple inches under the water. As you fly around, you can see that uh, as you get close, it it kind of stops where it's going, and it turns around, and it almost kind of just faces in your direction, just kind of just sits there for a second underneath the water. You'd see what looks to be one singular, almost looks like kind of the tail of a snake, just slowly creeps out of the water, kind of waving back and forth, kind of testing the air. And slowly kind of starts Swimming kind of towards your general direction. Okay. So I'm, I'm, that's it's the only thing I'm seeing. It's the only crab-like thing I'm seeing, right? Uh, thus far, yes. Thus far, okay. All right. Let's get it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think Pinky will. Uh. She's pretty certain that it's on her, so she's just going to move as fast as she can back to her group. Yeah. You don't want to fight it alone. <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah. Um, you start moving back towards your group. Um, your perception was 11, right? Yes. Okay. Oh, no. You would notice one other join this as it. They seem to be following. You can't keep an eye on them. Yeah. They're hanging back towards your your group. Pinky will. I don't know when she gets close to where her party, um, like in within, you know, not shouting distance, but like where she can, you know, talk to them loudly. She's she's gonna warn them. I got some. Got some lobsters on my tail, be ready! <laughs> yeah. Um, as you start talking, as they get a little bit closer, you'd see the two kind of, for a second, kind of separate and sink a little bit deeper into the water. Uh, not to where you could see them. I'd like everyone to roll initiative, just as you guys are prepared and ready to fight. I would like to start off with that. Five, baby! Uh, you forgot to give yourself advantage. Wait, I give Kyle advantage. <laughs> and with that advantage, I will roll. Oh my gosh. 
Nine. Good thing you got advantage. I lied. Ten. See, I forgot that three plus seven is ten, not nine. Okay, the worst is if I didn't have advantage, I would have gotten one less because I rolled a six and then a seven. Nice. Okay, so... 25 to 20. Twenty to fifteen. Seventeen. Fifteen? Fifteen. Yes. Seventeen. I got a sixteen. Very good. Well, I got a nineteen. I mean oh, I got no. a nineteen. Yeah, I got a sixteen. <laughs> so Baron Alaya. What'd you get? Nineteen. You got nineteen? Well, why did you say? Three times. Yeah, I'm sorry. Take it home. Opal, Baron, Alaya, Pinky. All right, 15 to 10. Uh, 10 to 5. Ten to five, Moss. Oh yeah, I'm sorry. I thought you already put me down. Nine, or sorry, ten. Adelaide got five. Five. Cool. Adelaide pulling up the rear. This is That's what we call a good start. You know, I usually like to go near the beginning so I can get everyone their 10 hit points in, but, uh... Oh, jeez, you guys. Okay. All right. So, to start off with, Ben, you were first. Uh, no, I shouldn't be first. Opal, you were first. What? Yeah. Um, these creatures, you can see kind of where they went down into the water, uh, not too far away. Um, the water will be difficult terrain. Um, basically, anything but the path will probably be difficult terrain, so your movement speed will be halved. So you know. Is anybody in the water right now? No. I was, wasn't I? Didn't yeah, I, did I was like... He stepped out of the pool. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So... I almost imagine you just like five feet. Yeah, not super far, but. Hey, Baron. Yeah. You cut. You okay with the little shock? Sure. Right. I I figured. Hey. Opal would like to thunder smite the water. Thunder smite the water. How big of an area of effect? With that, looking it up, it wouldn't. It doesn't have an area effect right now. Nope. So it's a concentration. Um, I have to hit with the melee weapon attack. So I have to use my axe. Those are the javelins. Those aren't melee. You could use them. You could stab someone with a javelin. But you can't throw it. You have to use it as a melee weapon. It's semantics right there. 
Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, so I'm trying to decide how big of an area of effect this would be. I'd like you to do, I, I know the spell. I'd like you to do uh, maybe a religion check. Or Are they even close to us yet? Um, probably about 30 feet out. From where it is. Are you going to move up to where Baron is, or are you just going to be from here and smack it? Um, yeah, I just want, like, I want you to know this may not catch him in your, your area of effect. No, no. But I just want to electrocute the water. Sure. I would like you to do um, uh, do a religion check, or maybe another um, maybe actually do a spell roll, a spell attack roll to see how well you are able to kind of send out your reach for, for this. What base would I roll for that? D20 and add your spell attack modifier. It's next to a very high number. It's a four. Yes, sounds good. Um, as you smack the water, I'd like you to roll your thunderous smite damage. It's pretty depressing. Um, it's a two. Eight. Eight points of damage. Uh, Baron, I need you to take eight points of damage. Um, it doesn't seem like it doesn't seem like the range that you're hoping to get this um, is as far as you want it to be. To electrocute the water. The water it will send out an immediate shock and then dissipate into the water. So it's not like it's now saying there is no. So um, you did a good job, hurting Baron. So. Or did I hurt the other one? You don't know. You don't see them. So, maybe. It also sends a big old boom in the thing. Yes. Big old sound boom. Yeah. Yeah. Next up. I have no... Okay. Sorry. Um, alright. Now that it... I shocked it a little bit and seemed like, well, that didn't go as well as I thought. I'll just walk uh, to where Baron is and be like, um... You good? Fine. You're always fine. See, everything's fine. All right. Okay. I'm going to throw a javelin to the last place I remember seeing them. Okay. Um, roll an attack roll. Oh. They're not a fiend, right? They're not. Okay. So that wouldn't work anyways. All right. I mean, depending on what you're trying to do. Well, I was going to see, like, oh, yeah, I could do just. Divine sense, but I don't think it'd work. Okay. Um, Gatlin is a 17. 17 to hit. Roll for damage. Technically hasn't taken its turn, so it hasn't moved. Is seven points of damage. Okay. All right. Um, uh, Baron, it is your turn. Great. Uh, you see 
this gentleman <laughs> and it's kind of like slowly there. moving. It looks like it's moving towards you. Thanks for the marker, Opal. I will uh, run forward uh, 10 feet. Yeah, 10 feet. And, and probably about 15 feet out from where you're at right now. 15 feet out? As it's I don't think I'd have that much movement if it's half speed, right? Well, it was like 30 feet from the dock. You'd already moved out five. You moved 10. There's 15 feet more. So I'd have another... Yeah, five more feet. Five more feet. So I... Yeah, that's still not close enough for anything. Um, okay. I Yeah, I'll, I'll move 10 feet out, and I will hold my ground, and I'll hold my action. Okay. Um, what are you holding your action for? Um, for when they get within my, uh, whips range. So you're just doing just two normal my, attacks with the whip. Just, yeah. Just my whip. I'll have my knife ready, but I'll, I'll just hold my... Okay. Sounds good. Alright, next up is Elia. Elia! Hi, sir. So, how many of them are there? Did you say there was three? Or two? You saw uh, Pinky saw two. Pinky saw two. Would Elias see them? Um, Elias sees the one that's marked. The other one submerged itself deeper into the water, and so it cannot be seen right now. Unless okay. you can see in water. That's kind of Definitely can't see in water. So, um, I'm going to cast uh, Chaos Bolt to try and hit it. Okay. Definitely. Does a 26 hit? It 26 will definitely hit. All right. Let's see. Okay. That is... <laughs> Give me una segundo por... Oh, crap. That was one too many D6s. Ha. There you are. Okay. 29 points of damage. And I can Woo! tell you what type of damage if you would like. Um, oh, it will be. Well, do lightning damage. Okay. Yeah. So with that 29 points. Oh, that is. That was a pen. No. 36 points of damage thus far. Good job, guys. Um Yeah, that's that's hurting a little bit. Um is there anything else you'd like to do, Elia? Um, I think for now. Oh, actually, you know what I'll do? Um I'm going to try and telekinetically pull it towards Baron. So it needs to make a strength saving throw. Okay. And then I will try. It got a 19. Ah, passes. Yes. All right. Would you guys like music during this fight? Yes. You could even just do the regular music. It doesn't have to be the super intense stuff. There we go. Turn it up a little bit. All right. 
Next up, Pinky, it's your turn. Okay. So, Pinky. Okay, so everyone has been targeting one of the. Yes. Okay, I want to target the other one. You do not see it as a now from its itself. Oh, then forget it. I'm going <laughs> to target the one that <laughs> I can see. Yeah. Okay. Cool. And no one is currently by it, right? This to the telekinetic shelf was. No, not. no one's within five feet of it. Cool. Just want to double check my Okay, I'm just going to shoot it with my shortbow and then I'm going to hide. Okay. Awesome. <laughs> Nine. Oh, no. Nine will not hit. I didn't think so. As you shoot down and you're into the water and you see your air go. It seems like the current of the water bent it out of shape. Roll the hide then. Okay, roll your hide check. Natural 20. Nice. Good job. That's awesome. Um, okay, with that, um, is the first one's turn, the one that's approaching you. So, Baron, what do you see as you kind of run up and you see this, um, har not harpoon, but this javelin kind of moving through the water, mm -hmm. snaking towards you? You'd see it kind of dip low. And then you see this large crash of water kind of come up as this creature right here reveals its ugly nose towards you. As it comes up, that little snake thing you saw, you realize it's one of its tentacles. It was smelling the air for you, thinking it's going to come up right towards you, make your uh, held action attacks as it counts, right? Crashing out of the water. You see these two large razor sharp claws coming towards you. Uh, 19. 19? Yep. Um, yep, that'll hit. Okay, this is my first tag. That's going to be uh, seven points of damage. Seven points of damage. That is good. Um, and then this will be my second attack. Not one. Boo. That will not hit. That will not hit. Uh, I think that's all I can that's do. That's all you can do. I yeah. can't save a bonus action. Yeah. So as it crashes out, you get one slash right across its kind of softer carapace, um, hitting it on one of its, you know, six legs. Um, the other one kind of comes out and hits it kind of in the center of its skull, just right off the keratin armor. It's going to crash down towards you, and it's going to make... Um, the an attack towards you. Uh, will a twenty-four hit? Yes. Twenty-four will hit. That would be a lot of dice. Just me. What's on two? Right. That'll be thirteen points of damage. As you see, one of these large um, uh, pincers grabs down onto you, right around your torso, and squeezes your chest. Um, that will be bludgeoning damage, just you know. And you are now grappled as it has reached itself around you. I love being grappled. Um, it's going to take its other pincer towards you, Opal, and try to hit you. Will uh, uh, Opal is like 15 feet behind me. Oh, that's okay. Um, it will it moved 15, like the 
15 feet to you. Mm -hmm. It still has 15 feet worth of movement. Does it slow down now that I'm getting scrabbled? Um, it's a large creature. Okay. I don't know if it would necessarily be slowed by. I'm just trying, I'm just trying to double check. Yeah, it's it's definitely a large. It's like horse size. Big, big creature. Big yeah. creature. Um, so it'll continue going forward, and it'll also kind of come towards you. Let's see, Opal. Uh, oh yeah, I rolled a nineteen plus uh, that twenty-five to hit. So that hit. Oh, <laughs> you will take max damage. Oh. That'll be eighteen points of damage. Ooh. You are also grappled by its other closet, and both of you are being held. Um, it will then use. It's tentacles on you, Baron, as it kind of reaches you and right on your head. Look, I'm not really into this. <laughs> I need you to make a constitution saving throw. You. Are you kidding me? Another nat one. You are poisoned for the next minute, which Gross. means that you have disadvantage on attack yep. rolls and uh, ability checks. Just so you know. Um. Okay. You are also paralyzed uh, until the poison ends. Oh! You can repeat the saving throw on the end of your, each of your turns. Okay. Any effect on yourself with the success, just so you know. Um, with that, that is the end of its turn. Moss, you are up. All right. Um, Moss is going to do what all great druids do, because I, I can see it, right? You can see it. I'm going to cast Fairy Fire on it, actually. Give us all advantage. Okay. Awesome. So I need it to make a deck save. Yeah, for sure. It got a 7. It fails miserably. Yes. Do realize, though, um, it's grappled both Opal and Baron. They are also in that 20-foot cube, since they're in kind of taking up the same space. It's okay. It's it's Baron. So if Baron also um, dies. I would like both of you to, guys to I make. I fail it automatically. Yeah. Um, automatically, just because of your grapple. Or... I'm paralyzed. Oh yeah, you are yeah. paralyzed. Opal, I need you to make a check. Because See if you are a dexterity saving throw. And that twenty. Not twenty. Which is a nineteen. <laughs> First nat 20 with new dice. Good. Happened in the first session with them. That's a good sign. Good. Yeah. Yeah. So you cast, I'm assuming, with a nat 20 with your for dexterity. It's a 19. Yeah, 19. Passes. So also you are not under the effect of fairy fire, but you know this troll and also Baron are. Don't keep that in mind. Okay. With that, it's the second troll's turn. Um, Interesting. Chol? Yes. As it is going to, the one that hit itself is going to crash um, past the other one. It kind of came around from the side and is heading towards um, Alaya and Adelaide on the uh, the bank. Down by the banks. Thank you, thank you. And also, I guess, Moss. Just so you guys know, it doesn't have enough movement speed to quite get um, with a roundabout way all 30 feet to you. 
it's about five feet away from you. It's going to dash the rest of the way and get right next to you. With that... What is visible to everyone? Um, it, is, it is visible to everyone. Good. Adelaide, it's your turn. Like guiding bolt on him. Which one? The one that just come yeah, came yeah, up right next to you. Yeah. Does a nineteen hit? A nineteen will definitely hit. Please take it. Forty six. Forty six. Four. <laughs> um, fourteen. Nineteen. Nineteen points of damage. That's pretty good. And the next attack on this one has advantage from, from guiding bolt. Okay. Um. Um. And then can she kind of like pull back away from it? Definitely, it will get an opportunity attack on you. Um, I'd like to. No, just kidding. Yeah, she'll stay there then. I guess. <laughs> perfect. Um. With that, we're to the top of the round with Opal. I would like to use a health potion. Yeah, that's a bonus action for you. Yeah. Uh, definitely, you can. What do I roll to heal? Uh, it'll be two d four plus four. I think. Can I win? Sure. Here you go. Okay. So if you guys also are just planning on doing an average attack with one of your spells or anything like that, uh, you can, I think for this combat, since it's a, like we're doing a little bit faster, definitely you can roll that for, beforehand. If you are trying to do something that's a little bit more specific, um, then just wait for your turn and we can talk about it. Okay. Um, Baron, you are up next. This so you know. Um... Hmm. Go ahead and like hold it and stuff. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. If you okay. if you want to go a little early, you can roll. Yeah. Like, we did with Mitch. Yeah. What we did with Mitch. Yeah. Okay. Um. Opal would like to. How many hit points did you get back? I got back nine. Yeah. That's half of the damage you took. Uh, I'd like to break the grapple. Yeah, you can definitely break the grapple. Um, that would be uh, either a strength or a dexterity um, saving throw. Is it saving throw for breaking grapples? Uh, no, no, it, I think it's just a check. You can use acrobatics or athletics. Yeah, my bad. Very good grapple. What they said. Yeah. Better. Ooh. All right. Okay. Athletics check is a nineteen. So I imagine, like, you take your axe, you stick it in between you, and you kind of just press your way out of this clamp down um, claw. You're able to get yourself free. Um, I would say that was probably one of your attacks to break the grapple. I know, that's right. Um, but you do have one more. Yes. All right. 
can I? I was up there with Baron. How is Baron looking? Baron looks like he's like. Can I talk as paralyzed? Paralyzed creature is incapacitated and can't move or speak. So no. Speaking. Incapacitated, I think they can speak. They just can't take actions. Yeah, you can't take actions or reactions. But you can't speak. You look like you're pale, like a little like. He looks like he is like. He's like non-responsive. His eyes are like dilating at different rates and stuff like that. (laughs) Whatever those tentacles did to his head, it's not looking good. Right. Alright. Okay. Alright, okay. <laughs> um, would be using the scroll be an action? A scroll of Eddie's Lacking? Um I think that would be uh Tasha Sidious Laughter. I'm not sure if that's a bonus action. It's an action. If it's an action, then you'd have to wait for your turn to do that. Okay. I'm not going to um. Uh, if I moved, would it get an opportunity attack? Uh, probably yes. I mean, you're right next to it, and you do have an axe. You could just try hitting it. I know, but I'm also really weak. You pretty widow. Laying on hands is an action. I know that. So, I will lose my healing for myself <laughs> <laughs> and get me up to that one. That's all I can do. Okay. Um, I was trying you... to get a gauge of if Bane was dying, but all I got was only drooling. And, um, I mean, he's finish for the end of his turn, and then it won't be fun. What's your own? Uh, 11. 11. Okay. With an 11, you did not break the, the poison. Uh, you are still paralyzed. Is it disadvantage to roll that, or no? I don't um, think so, I'm not right? going to call it disadvantage. Because it's just a saving throw. It's not it, a yeah, check. Incapacity okay. doesn't change how you are for saving throws. Um, it changes... Incapacitated or paralyzed? Paralyzed, right? Yeah, yeah. Both of them. Oh. Uh, incapacitated is where you uh, you can take action. Poisoned uh, doesn't uh, make um, saving throws disadvantage. So you, so you can have three different things going on for you. I have a lot of things going on right now. Poisoned, it's, paralyzed. It's fine. Um, it's fine. We're fine. We're fine. Yeah, we're not fine. Hey, Elia, it's your turn. You got one that just kind of came up right next to you guys. Sorry, is Opal still grappled? I am not. Opal is not grappled anymore. Baron is. Would Opal like to be moved? Um, I think Baron would. But would that take the monster with it? No. No. Alright, I think Baron would. Would you? I mean, I wouldn't mind it either. Cool. Then... Oh, I, I know. Makes sense why you wouldn't do Baron, because last time you got killed. 
I mean, you're not wrong. I didn't think about that. But, <laughs> no, I am going to cast Vortex Warp, and I'm going to twin it. Okay. Let's go, David. Elia. Let's go. Pulling Opal and Baron back to the dock, I'm assuming? Um, Back to the dock and a little bit behind us. So you're like 10 feet past, I'm assuming. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. Perfect. Um, um, and I'm going to bonus action and try and telekinetically shove the one five feet away. The one that's right next to you guys? Yeah. Perfect. He needs to make a dex- uh, strength saving He gets uh, 22. Ah, dang it. Yeah, he passes. Yeah. All right. Um, as this troll over there who had Baron, um, he disappears and he goes, he has it. He just starts like screeching. Pinky, it's your turn. Cool. Pinky is going to pop out of her hiding spot, take a shot at the one who had Baron um, for a 24 to hit. Nice. 24 will definitely hit. For 11 points of damage. 11 points of damage. Nice. And then she's going to meld back into the trees with a 23 to hide. Yeah. That is great. Perfect. Okay. Um, next up is the first troll, the one that had Baron. Seeing that its prey has been taken, it's not too happy. Um, it will move the 15 feet towards the dock, um, looking for its next victim. Um, who would say was probably closest? I think it's both. Um, of the three of you, it's either Moss, Adelaide, or Elia. Roll a dice. That's what I was planning on doing. Oh, okay. We'd be on the edge of our seats. <laughs> One of its attacks will go towards you, Adelaide. And the other one will go towards Moss. Ooh. You For didn't get Adelaide, my bet. Uh, it rolls a natural one. As it goes... And then it's... <laughs> For Moss, though, it gets a nat 20. Um, oh my let God. me roll your lingering effect as well. Chase, did you not just get my Venmo money? <laughs> You're supposed uh, to switch... Supposed to switch the one and the twenty. <laughs> I did not get that. I should have though. Uh, remind me. <laughs> Let me roll for damage. So double the die. So you will take eighteen points of damage. And um, by way of your lingering effect, give me one second. Nothing happens. You are grappled by this grab. You feel your bones kind of crush underneath you. And as it's kind of searing your flesh, you feel a sharp scar run from like kind of your cheekbone down kind of your throat to your chest. Uh, you have gained a minor scar. Um, it has no adverse effects, 
but magical healing of sixth level or higher, such as heal or regenerate, can remove the scar. So that's not coming off for a while. Um, I did roll for concentration and I got a 17. Okay, awesome. Um, oh, plus my cons are 19, but yeah. Yeah, cons, 19. I need you to also make a constitution saving throw again as it's going to tentacle you because you were grappled and you can do that. Uh, as it grabs you and pulls you into its That's a nasty one. Ooh, Ooh. 18, I think. 18 will pass as you are able to have put your hands up and try it as you're stopping the bleeding. Your hand goes completely numb um, as this poison tentacles lap all over it. Um, but you aren't paralyzed your whole your whole body doesn't go paralyzed. Okay. Okay. Moss, it is now your turn. You are grappled, but you are the um, choice. You're the person that chooses your own destiny. That's right. Moss is not going to let this grappling. So Moss is going to use... How, how hurt does this crabby thing look? It's about mid. Okay. So I'm gonna use my my symbiotic entity. It's gonna go off my halo of spores. Okay. And so because of that, um, at the beginning of its turn, just remind me, it will have to make a constitution save. Okay. So that will be my action. I also get some H, some temporary hit points. So I'm just adding those real fast. You are good. Okay. So that will be the action. And then for a bonus action, I'll use my bonus action just to stab him with my offhanded weapon. Give that thing a little nick. And it's still got advantage, right? Uh, yeah, it does. Okay. So does an 18 hit? And that is just like straight roll. Um, an eighteen will hit. Okay. Nice. So let's let's start adding up the damage. So that's I don't gonna... necessarily know if you'd have had disadvantage, um, with being grappled. I don't think grappling. Think you do. I'm trying to read your zip. Your speed becomes zero. Oh, you're right. I think grapple doesn't. Um, Maybe I don't think grapple impedes you being able to make attacks. Okay. So you can roll with advantage if you'd like and see if you get the net 20. Okay. Let's, let's see what happens. Gosh dang it, I got an 18 again. Whatever. Yeah. You definitely get. How much damage? Okay, so that's going to be. Uh, Three plus three, so seven plus ooh for eleven. Eleven points of damage. One, one second, one second, and then I'm just making sure. Does your symbiotic relationship do anything? That's what I'm looking for, real fast. Pretty sure it does a little more damage with that. Up, oh, yep, there it is. That's that's what I was looking for. Yeah, one more. What was that? 11 plus 3, 14. So 14 points of damage. Awesome. 14 points of damage. 
Yep. And four of three of that's necrotic. I don't know if it matters, but uh, well, I'm grateful that you told me anyways. Okay. Um with that, it is the second troll's turn, which is right next to it. Um is it is it within ten feet of me? It is. It needs to make yeah. a constitution save. Yeah, have it make a con save. It got a ten. It fails. Perfect. And it's gonna take eleven points of damage. Oh my gosh! Dang, that is awesome. Yep. I forget Halo of Spores is always active. Oops. And then the symbiotic entity just doubles the damage. Oh, okay. I see it. Nice. Which that's good. I've, yeah, I need to be better at reminding, remembering that. Yeah, that does definitely make a difference. Eleven points of damage is big. Yep. Um, yeah. Is its turn. Um, you are grappled, so it's not going to go after you. It's going to go after Adelaide and Elia, since Opal and Baron are a little bit back. Um, against Adelaide, that will be an eleven. That misses, right? That should miss. Does miss. Um, against Elia, that is a sixteen. I'm gonna uh, use my reaction and cast Shield. Okay, as one, again, swing and miss, Adelaide dipping and diving, um, it, maybe like it grabs onto your shield and you're able to push it off. Aliyah, you see one coming right for your, kind of like your leg, it's going to go for your ankle. Um, you're able to cap shield right before it deflects its claw off of you. Um, Adelaide, it's your turn. To... Wait, so is Opal still low health? Um, no, it's you who's low health. I'm not that low. Oh, I'm like then. mid. Should probably just. You're half health? Okay. She will. Is the other guy still close enough for her to like with a sword? It just. Yeah, both of them are right next to you. Okay, so I'm going to go after the one that I hit with the bolt earlier. With the sword? Yeah. With the sword? Does an 18 hit? 18 will definitely I think this is the first attack against this one, so you could roll with advantage as well from your own thing. Mm-hmm. Um, it only took damage from the. What do you mean advantage? Her guiding bolt. Oh. Oh. Yeah, you should have advantage on it. So do I roll again? Yeah, roll again and take the higher number. See if you get. Yeah. No, you're good. Um, and then that will be a. This is the eight, right? Uh, four points of damage. Four points of damage, you know? It's better than no points of damage. Because we didn't get a full rest. No, we didn't. Oh. We're fully, we were fully rested up. Yeah, because they've been like two days into <laughs> oh. A little like, so. Yeah. Well, so I got minus 18 for the first one, and then I healed nine back. So, yeah. No. Okay. Sorry, I will save. Perfect. Um, next up is Opal. It's your turn. 
I know what I want to do, but let me do some math real quick. So hold on a minute. Okay. Hold on for me. Oh, I'm holding. Opal oh, so would equip her shield, which is an action. And then she will go to smack him. Which one are you smacking? The one I'm next to. Um, you're not next to any of them yet. Uh, you would have to walk up a little bit. No, but you got teleported by a lot of that. Yes. Alright. You want to smack the one that um, is in front of Adelaide or the one that's holding Moss? Holding Baron? No, no Moss. Baron's right next to you on the ground going... The one closest to me. Okay, that's going to be the one that Adelaide is facing. I'd like you to roll your attack. You rolled it in advance. That's good. Yes. I got a 18. 18? 18 will definitely hit. And the damage is 10. 10 points of damage. Good job. Um, do you have another attack that you'd like to do? That's all I can do because I equipped my shield in. Um, Unless you're suddenly switching the rules that I put as a bonus of my shield. I have you had an equipped before if you had didn't have it equipped at the beginning of your turn like at the beginning of combat you can choose whether you want your shield out and your axe out what? and that's just how it goes for that combat and then you have to take your you know bonus action to switch it okay um so it's a bonus action to take it off um i mean it's a free action just to like drop it but no. to get it out Okay. There's some rules here that we need to kind of clear up, I feel like. Okay. And maybe I need to do a little bit of checking. Okay. I would allow you to do two attacks, though, right now. Right. Opal will mentally imagine it so vividly, but do nothing. Yeah. Don't hit. Because I got in that one. <laughs> That's not going to hit. That's okay. Baron. What was your uh, nat twenty? Nat twenty. Yep. You and you're not paralyzed anymore. You're not paralyzed is the end of your turn. Though it's a poison, I can uh, action search. Um, you could. I can action search. Uh, I'm gonna action search. Uh, do, oh wait, do I have movement? Um, you wouldn't. I don't think you I would. don't think I would. Do you want an action search still? If that's the case, oh, I need to get to Moss. He's in the trouble. Um, I will. I won't because I can't get I can't get to Moss. Yeah. Um, with that. Um. And I'll just as I kind of come back to it, I'll just breathe heavy for a second, and then uh, kind of look at what's going on, and and. Uh, Alia, what's the best way to declaw one of these things? Uh, crush it. Okay, I can do that. All right, uh, Alain, it's your turn. Um, how close am I to the one right in front of me? Five feet. Five feet, you say? Yes. Um, you're right next to Opal as well, just so you know. You're like in between uh, Adelaide and Opal. So, 
then what I am going to do is need you to roll a dexterity saving throw. Dex saving throw. That is a nine. A nine. You will fail this dexterity saving throw. Just so you know, I am casting uh, Silicone's Snowball Swarm. 11 and then plus an additional 5 would be 16 points of dabblage, my good sir. This is the one right in front of you, correct? Yeah. It's a 5 foot uh, sphere. Um, and then that would be it. Okay. Just that much damage. 16 points. 16, my good shot. Okay. Good deal. He gets a little cold and Gets hit by a couple snowballs and doesn't like it. That's for sure. Pinky, it's your turn. Okay. Um, Pinky will once again move, draw her bow back, and shoot at the one with fairy fire on it. Okay. Um, for a 17 to hit. 17 will hit. 12 points of damage. 12 points of damage. Get it up there. And then she will melt back into the tree with a 19 time. 19. Good job, guys! Moral support! <laughs> um, next up is the troll holding you, Kyle. Um, or I should say Moss. It's going to do uh, an attack towards Adelaide. So at start of its turn, it's got to make it a constitution saving throw. I think it was nice. Uh, it got uh, 16. Yeah, it passes. And so since it passes, it takes no damage. Takes no damage. It's going to do an attack towards Adelaide. Adelaide will uh, 14 hit you. It'll do another attack towards you. That one will be not good enough either, as it's an 8. It, for some reason, cannot hit you. Um, but that's okay. Maybe it's the alpha. Um, is going to um, pull back. Um, Adelaide, you'd be the only one. You get an opportunity attack against it. Um, I'll probably go with the lungs. Actually. Um, you will have to use a uh, normal weapon. I do not think you have the, the feet that would allow you to use a spell for your thing. Do yeah. There's a 19 Ooh. hit. 19 will definitely hit. Boom. And I roll my 8. I just rolled a 1. Plus 3. 3. Okay. That is not enough. It looks very hurt, but it is still alive. It is going to retract 30 feet, submerge itself into water. Um, just so you know, uh, Moss, you are also underneath water. And I need you to make a constitution saving throw. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, wait, no, that was a d6. <laughs> As it moves back and submerge itself, it's going to in the water. I got an 11. That will fail. You are paralyzed and poisoned. Well, and in the water. And in the water. 
this is awkward. And so the um, the dancing lights will go. They'll turn off. Say that again. Or the 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 fairy fire. Fairy fire. Thank you. Advantage is gone. Yes. Um, as well as it submerges itself into the water a little bit. Um, attacks against it will be at disadvantage. Just being a little pinky. Just because it's hard to see now. Yeah. Um, yeah. Moss, it's your turn. You can make that constitution saving throw again at the end of your turn. All right, let's make it, because that's all I can do. Uh, uh, seven. Uh, you are still failing, so you are still paralyzed. Well, um, yeah. Here's an interesting question. For you all, if you are paralyzed, do you have the ability to hold your breath? Nope. Okay. Uh, how big is your constitution saving, or how, what's your constitution modifier? Oh, minutes. My constitution modifier is a two. So it's a two. So he can't hold his breath, which means that he doesn't have minutes. He has rounds. Two rounds, technically, until he drowns, drowns and starts. Making death saving throws. Okay. Just so you know. Sounds good. And that was round um, one, right? I have a question. Is your spores, spores still up? Does that continue? Uh-huh. I believe it does. Like, they're not a... It's like being an animal. Like, they're still active. Yeah. Are they active even if you're incapacitated? Because you are technically incapacitated right now. I believe, I think, it, okay. I have to look at wild shape because it's the same idea of wild shape. Like if you're in wild shape and you get incapacitated, you still retain the animal form, correct? I don't think you do. Um, Definitely check that. Yeah, just, just yeah. look it up and we'll check it. I, I um, definitely, it will make probably the biggest difference to whether you live or die. I will say that. So wild shape. We need to know how that works if you're incapacitated. Because it, it makes sense to me, like, if you are knocked out or something like that, like, if you fall to zero hit points, that it would stop working, which is kind of how Wild Shape works. But I'm not sure if that's how it works with incapacitation as well. So just check that for me. Yeah, the second, the second troll that's still next to Adelaide, Opal, and Alaya is going to attack um, Alaya first. Gosh. Uh, that, I'm going pretty bad tonight. That's a 10. Oh, no, that doesn't hit. Uh, that's okay. It's going to attack again. Oh, gosh. Oh, my gosh, guys. That was a nat one. Yes! <laughs> Yoy. No, it does not. It should. Um, and I mean, if you want to, we could play with that rules, but that would also mean that your nap ones would have to hurt yourselves as well. No, 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 no. We don't play that ruling right now, so. Though. No, I think his thing stays up. I only see unconscious, not incapacitated. Sounds yep. good. Yep. I stay up. I looked it up. Incapacitated just means I can't use it actions or reactions okay that's more than fine it's not one of those you're doing good nice um you're still underwater 
and yeah. parallel. But you have a way of doing damage, which is important. Adelaide, it's your turn. I think Bolt, the little dude that's next year. Guiding Bolt? Yeah, definitely make an attack roll. Nineteen. Is that how you know it's off the table? It's every roll. It's up to you. I mean, keep it. It's how keep you it. roll. I think she just rolls to roll. Yeah, so I don't... I'm very specific with I keep mine on my mat. If it rolls off... Uh, I'm going to be honest with you. If it was, like, under a five, I would probably re-roll it. So probably <laughs> re-roll it then. Um, if, you're, if your personal rules are if it falls on the ground, you re-roll it, then you should always re-roll it. Like, even if it's good. My code recently and my entire time playing D&D is if it rolls off the table and it's under five, then I re-roll it. We should change that. <laughs> That's not how this game should work. But we, we keep it for this combat. No, we change it next time. I feel conflicted, so should I just... <laughs> if you would do that, you should be... Like, it's either always or none. You can take it this time. But then which it's is, always have to... We always have to... If it rolls off the table, you'll take it. It's not even... It's like it's a straight night. Sure, that's okay. fine. I'm taking like, it. It's different between being cocked on the floor and just it's being not. good on the floor. And it's good on the floor. Then you always have to be... For whenever it rolls on the floor, that's what you're going to take. Deal. And there's under brown and... <laughs> <laughs> hey, 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 Roll up. Get on there. We don't... We don't... Take 46 points of damage. Yes, he does. Two. Seven. That's pretty good. Thirteen? Yeah, no, with what a six. six plus that's Thirteen, you got it. <laughs> Oh, nice! Plus another six. Nineteen. Oof. Good job, babe. Did I kill him? No. Did I get him? Oh. Am I close? Just don't be close. Okay. Hey. Late. Sorry, it's being late, guys. It's a school night. Oh, it it We're in college. And adults. It's a work day tomorrow for me. It's a work day. Yeah. Okay. We'll get well tomorrow for me. But many other things to do. I wish we could keep going. I'm really tempted to throw another one in here. But I don't think you guys would want to go later. So Moss is in trouble. Yes. Moss needs a little help. And with the water breathing scroll, can you help me understand how that works? Um, It's very much like the spell of water breathing. Uh, like, as in, exactly. Um, I didn't look it up, but... <laughs> so, can someone else cast it, and then cast it on someone, or can... The spell grants up to ten willing creatures you can see within range, the ability to breathe underwater until the spell ends. Affected creatures also retain their normal mode of respiration. Ah. Uh... It lasts for 24 hours. Which <laughs> sounds... It'd be an action to use it. Yeah. I can't use it, though. Why? I have level three next to it. Does my spellcasting have to be... So, scrolls the way work differently. Yeah. Scrolls work different. If you were a wizard trying to learn this spell, you wouldn't be able to use it until you had third level spells. But you can burn the spell. Basically, you use up the magic in that's contained within it to cast the spell this one time. You will never be able to use this scroll again. Unless you buy another one. Unless you buy another one. It's a consumable. It'd be nice to have 
But I'll use it this time. I'll burn it. Yeah. All right. Can um, I'll breathe underwater now? It's open. Two, three, four, five, six. Yeah. Everyone can breathe. Even the even the trolls. They says willing. Oh well, they can already they can breathe underwater. underwater. Um, what's the range on it? Oh, 30 feet. 30 feet. Uh, ooh. As close as I can to must. You would take an opportunity attack from the other one to get within range. Smack me. I will smack you. Oh, please don't really. It misses. Oh, good. With us. And I'm rolling bad tonight. That's okay, though. Yeah, this is like the first time in ever that you've ever rolled it's okay. below your average of 15. Anywho. So, that happens. So, Moss, you are able to breathe underwater now. Just, you know. Yay. You're not dying. Rest night. <laughs> Good call. Yeah, that's... That's my action, so we can all breathe mm-hmm. in the water. Everyone can breathe underwater. Cool. Right. Oh, okay. Stupid, she knows it's a dumb idea and probably wouldn't. Go in the water and it's raining. But so you deep. took your action. Uh, another one. Two actions. Two, two, attacks. two attacks. Actions are different than attacks. Yeah. Let me rewrite that. Yeah. There's a big difference between that. So you can take the attack action. And have, two and have two attacks, or you can take an action. So. All right. Well, I did my action. Yes. All right. Um. Now Opal will sit and chill. <laughs> Perfect. It's a great thing to do. Baron, it is your turn. Yeah. So with Moss being the furthest one away from me, um, knowing I have to go through the water, is there a way around that I could get further and possibly jump? No, your farthest way into the water is the kind is of the dock. direct, is the direct so, way. Direct. Then um, that's what I'll do. Yeah, you are sitting about forty feet away from where Moss is at. Moss is at. Okay. Um, and ooh, it technically would have moved farther. That was my bad. I didn't roll it that way though. So Moss is within forty feet of where you're at now. So thirty feet from the end. It could have moved 60 feet on its turn, but actually it took it. Uh, 40 feet, man. Okay. And there's there's sort of like a dock, you said? Yeah. Okay. And it's kind of like a little bit out. If that, I... 30 feet from the end of the dock. Does that make sense? Yeah. Kind of. Uh, you'll help me understand why I say when I'm going to do this. So, if I want to reach Moss, can I dash... And when I hit the dock, could I try to like jump to get a little bit of like five feet closer than what I would typically be able to? Jumping is such a weird act. It is such a weird thing. This is what it says. Move 10 feet plus and jump a number of feet up to your strength score. Then you make a standing. I'm um, doing the long jump. Yeah, I'm reading the long jump right now. When you make a standing long jump, you can leap only half that distance. So you move 10 plus feet you have because that's how far the end of this is you can jump up to a number of feet uh, equal to your strength score so you'll get five extra movement from it yeah i have yeah yeah so that's well that that should get me within range of so that's 10 15 um you'll be right next to and then you're still dashing with 
45 feet of movement halved. I don't have 45 feet of movement. Uh, you've moved up oh. dash, so yeah. you've used 40. You've used 15 of your 60, and it is 25 feet away from you. You would be half of 45. Um, it would be 20, 25. Do you round up or down for movement speed? Uh, do you want me to roll for it? Will you let me? Sure, let's roll for okay. it. Do uh, do your do an uh, an athletics check to see if your jump rounds up to ten feet. Um, do it. That's gonna be fourteen. Fourteen. I'll call it. Yeah, you get within five okay. feet of it. Great. That's all I need. I could have been within ten feet actually whip but um yeah that's all i'll do i'll get i'll get right up close to it and i will uh action surge and okay. i will just take uh three attacks awesome um two with my whip and one with my offhand um i'm at disadvantage with all these right because i'm still poisoned uh or did that constitution saving throw that i made did that end the poison thing as well I just need to double check it because it will. I do not think you're poisoned. So no. Not anymore. No. Oh, great. Um. Yeah, I don't think you're poisoned anymore. Okay, that's all I need to know. Uh, that's gonna be uh, eighteen to hit on my first attack. That'll hit. Okay, I'm gonna do a disarming attack on it. Sure. Disarm moss. I will disarm the little thing to disarm. That's it's gonna really be. 14 points of damage. How would you like to kill this? Yeah. It was at six hit points left. Just so you know, I was like, if Moss's thing works, it would most likely kill it. Okay. Um, well, if that's the case, can I uh, have whipped the, uh, like, this is the one that has the spear yeah. in it. Can I whip the spear? And as it's like coming down to make another attack, I like lean in underneath and get underneath up under so its carapace. The, like, the... Yeah, whip it out and then get it and spin it and do like a yeah, up yeah. jab. You jump, jump up. You can feel it kind of get between two plates of carapace and it goes and you can feel it like sickeningly give way and then like push like farther in as it gets into that soft flesh underneath and just slides in and use it starts to kind of spasm um the claw goes limp and moss goes uh floats into the water he's like head down into the water you know that he can breathe in it it's fine but he's he fine uh and there's the, the other one right the other one is back at the dock oh way back at the dock how far away is that from me that is 30 feet 30 <clears throat> yeah it's like on the side of the dock so about 35 feet okay um what's a dagger's range uh i think 20 is i think it'd be a disadvantage it, yeah. i think it has 60 feet though because uh adelaide hit it with a guiding bolt your first attack will be straight because it has advantage oh, okay. well i'm gonna do my first attack with that uh javelin that i just grabbed sure. and yeah, this will definitely. be my second attack and then my offhand with my dagger the, the javelin i don't think will be a disadvantage within that range yeah it won't be um and is it grabbing anyone or holding anyone uh no that's gonna be uh is javelin strength sorry i don't know okay that's gonna be a 15 to hit 15 will miss okay so there goes did that. you roll with advantage no you should because it is it not underwater 
No, it's not. It's up and it has guiding bolt on it. And you're within range of your jack. That, okay, that hits. That's going to be a 17, an uh, unnatural 20 or a dirty 20. That'll hit. Um, and I'm going to fuel that with a trip attack. Sure. Um, and I believe that's a D6, right? A D6. Javelin? Is a javelin. Yeah, javelin's a D6. Um, that's going to be 11 points of damage. 11 points of damage. And it needs to make a strength saving throw or fall. If it can be tripped, I don't know if it can. Uh, it rolled a mat one again. Okay, so it trips, and I'm gonna follow up with my last attack at disadvantage with the dagger. Uh, those will all miss. Um, as I chuck my dagger, and it gets lost in the water somewhere. Okay, awesome. Um, quick question for Moss. Yeah. Moss, are you going to count? Baron as being attacked at the end of its turn in your or no it's the start of his turn um by your uh by your uh four haze. No. So I didn't joke about that. <laughs> well, huh. Nah, nah, Moss is not in a good position to kill Baron right now. No. Fair enough. Um but you know who is in a good position to kill something? Aliyah. Aliyah, it's your turn. It's my turn? Yes. <sighs> well, I guess I will finish it off then. Um, that was a 23 hit. 23 will definitely hit. Cool. So, oh, I'm going to do... Da, 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 6, 12, plus 4 is 16, plus 10 is 26 points of damage. How would you like to do this? Um. Well, give me a second, though. Let me figure out. We're on the beach. Um. This will be. Lightning damage. I think lightning damage will be fun. Um, yeah. Yeah. No. Basically, she's just gonna she's gonna cast uh, chaos bolt, and uh, so I would say you're within five feet of it. You'd probably have disadvantage on that attack roll. Oh, I can roll with disadvantage if you would like. Back up. Um, um, yeah, you would take an opportunity attack though. But I'm just saying it, these are things that we should. I just want you to check for me. Yeah. No problem. Uh, it's eighteen plus seven. Yeah, I'll still hit. Cool. You're good. Uh, Just wanted to make sure. You're good, you did. So yeah, it's going to be lightning damage. Uh, and then it's just going to... Eli's going to cast it, and it's just going to blow a hole through his chest. You send out this charged ball of lightning scrolling from your hand as it hits it right in the chest. You see it. And the you see the carapace itself kind of grow and expand and like retract. And you see a lot of the flesh on the inside eviscerate itself leaving that hole and the mission shape and form around that hole of the body the carapace still keeps it in the kind of relative same shape uh, but it's a little a little more goopy uh it falls into the water dead and with that we are out of combat yeah there, there might have been a couple more in the this area but um for brevity of time um if you were to face one or two of them, I feel like you guys 
Um, like, I think there's only like one more in my mind. I mean, we can Here. take care of it at the beginning of next time. No, we'll jump into rent stuff next time. We got to get uh, Mr. Joaquin. Yes. Um, I think Joaquin will be kind of just there. Uh, do you guys want to role play that part yeah, out? I think that would be fun to role play that out. Okay. We can start off next session with um, you guys return to Joaquin. Uh, yes. Don't forget that yeah. you can breathe underwater. Well, that's all we had tonight. So we'll Dungeon. Next Monday. Dungeon. 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 Dungeon.